Blog Talk Radio.
original, pure and tap with a down sister, original, pure and tap with a down sister, original, Yeah. 
I know you got the job, all the degrees and all the money. But at times, girl, you know you can be lonely without me. You don't need a man. Yeah, you do. Even an arc had twos of each. So how's about using me, getting the codependently? And stop crying to your girlfriends, lady. They've been telling me your business. You might as well give me a little piece of that in the pen.
that in time, in time, you're gonna pay. Ain't it funny? It's funny how time My Hotel, Grand Rising, Better Love. You are listening to Dr. Robert X Form by way of Truth to Power. I'm Beverly. And uh, how are you doing today, Dr. Robert X? Uh, your uh, ex-president just sucked up all the air in the room. <laughs> <laughs> he does He does have a way of sucking up all the oxygen in the room, don't he, baby? I mean, all of it. Man, Listen. <laughs> Go ahead, man. <laughs> no, I was just saying, um, there was nowhere you could go online, on TV, that he was not there. And he just happened to get his so-called indictment the day of our program. Mm. Now, you can't script this, Bear. I ain't got no <laughs> script for this. So let's welcome to the family to what we entitled tonight's program to be, Past the Past. Well, Robert X, what does that mean? That means that in the world of the near future, there won't be a such thing as the past. That's no longer prohibited. Okay? The only thing that will matter is the here and now. People maintain their control. But I tell you, Bill, it's like a balancing act. It's like Two children on opposite ends of what do you what do you call those things? Uh, where you got the fulcrum in the middle and the kids one kid te- is sitting on te- a seesaw. Oh, okay. Like what what do you call it, Bear? No, I said a teeter tower. Yeah, it's saying seesaw. Yeah. Yeah, same thing. And most of the people are the fulcrum in the middle. And they're looking at this. And on one side, you've got one child on the ground while the other one is up in the air, right? So you're only getting one side of of the equation. It, It only gets even. When that child goes down and the other child goes up, right? So they came out with all this rigmarole. Look, I wouldn't be a bit surprised if the prosecutor get indicted. (laughs) (laughs) 
the last I heard one attorney, he said these were nothing but uh, misdemeanors that he had turned into felonies. And, and that is about thirty. And he talking about thirty four. And he was saying it's like he wrote a check. They made that one felony. They did an invoice. They made that another felony. They he he mailed it out. That's another. Fe- I mean, it, it's just it's comical. And this and is they something know. that did ten years before he became president. What that got that to is do correct. With, pre- with his presence is uh, is this. <laughs> so as he becomes more prominent in the media, then here comes Stormy, right? Looking for uh, a bag, as they call it. And I believe that he did have relationships with, uh, as he called a horse face. Okay. But the deal is, see, and this is the move that these people are making. The past is the past. Because they don't want to look at anything that they've done on a consistent and concerted basis. It's, it's been it's been a particularly egregious since George W. Bush. The level of lying and faking people out has been absolutely off the chain. Notice I left out Bill Clinton. Okay? But we could go back to him and or Reagan. But I want to try to keep this in the 2000s to make it contemporary for all age groups. If you look at from George Bush on, Outside of Orange Man, because he was under constant attack even before he got in there, all these people uh, can, in fact, be prosecuted based on the stuff that they've done to Orange Man now. Imagine a Justice Department investigation into the Hillary Clinton Foundation. That alone. Oh. Go ahead, Ben. No, they were saying that the charges they charged an orange man with, this is what Hillary was charged with, and she just got a fine. Well, Obama got fined hundreds of thousands of dollars as well. But, you know, no big deal. We know that this is personal, okay? But the problem is, that's the past. You follow me? The only thing that matters is the here and now, and they don't have any idea, spite of their planning, what's coming in the future because they underestimate this man over and over. And he's already dropping bombs. I mean, did you hear what he said once he got back to Mar-a-Lago? Did you hear that? No, I did not hear that speech he made. Oh, my God. I didn't get God. a chance to hear that. I got to go back and listen to it. Bev, you in for a treat. I want the family to – I just happen to have it queued up. Hey, you know what? And this it's not, is the time 
that the witch, remember the witch say, y'all better leave that motherfucker alone. Absolutely. You going to talk her up, Bill? This is that time. <laughs> okay. Bill, didn't we mention McDonald's last week on this program? <laughs> yeah. What happened to McDonald's? What? Wait a minute. McDonald's what? We're talking about the food? What we happened? were talking about McDonald's last week. This week, McDonald's is shutting down their corporate offices. Are you and getting ready to do some revamping. Go ahead, Ben. No, I didn't hear that part. Well, we were talking about Trump and he, how he was liked at McDonald's and all of that. And yes. um, now they're getting ready to do some revamping. Okay, I didn't hear that. Layoffs and closing down stores. Let me tell you something, Bev. Anybody that know me tell you. If you've been in my presence going all the way back to at least the early to middle 90s, uh-huh. I pointed out that if you really want to gauge on what's happening economically, look for something that never happens to happen, and that's for McDonald's to shut down. Okay. That's my everyday metric that everybody can see because McDonald's don't close. They'll close one store and open up another one right across the street that's been rebuilt. That's what they've done. Right. But they don't close until now. And that means bad news ahead, trouble ahead, family. Big troubles ahead. Okay? There's so much stuff going on there. The Ukraine war is over. I said this over a month ago. It's over. Now, it's been one disaster after another. And Biden's wife and his staff comes out and announces that he can't do any traveling. He can barely stand up for 15 minutes at a time. But they're talking about trotting this corpse, because that's what he is, back out there for another run against Orange Man. Let me let the family and you hear, Bev, what he's going to be up against. Okay? And keep in mind, family, ain't no teleprompter in front of this dude. Okay? As as a researcher, I got to appreciate what he's saying. Check this out, family. Oh, by the way, Kamala is in Africa. She got a very warm reception. Did you hear me? I didn't read that part either. Uh, but sorry, we're going to let you hear from straight from one of the Africans' mouths. <laughs> okay? Check this out, fam. Thank you very much, everybody. We have to save our country. God bless you all. God bless you all. 
And I never thought anything like this could happen in America. Never thought it could happen. The only crime that I have committed is to fearlessly defend our nation from those who seek to destroy it. From the beginning, the Democrats spied on my campaign. Remember that? They attacked me with an onslaught of fraudulent investigations. Russia, Russia, Russia. Ukraine, Ukraine, Ukraine. Impeachment hoax number one. Impeachment hoax number two. The illegal and unconstitutional raid on Mar-a-Lago right here. The lying to the FISA courts, the FBI and DOJ relentlessly pursuing Republicans, the unconstitutional changes to election laws by not getting approvals from state legislators, the millions of votes illegally stuffed into ballot boxes and all caught on government cameras, and just recently the FBI and DOJ in collusion with Twitter and Facebook in order not to say anything bad about the Hunter Biden laptop from hell, which exposes the Biden family as criminals and which, according to the pollsters, would have made a 17-point difference in the election result. And we needed a lot less than that, like about 16.9. It would have been in our favor, not my favor, our favor, because our country is going to hell. And we remember the 51 intelligence agents who said Hunter Biden's laptop was Russian disinformation. It didn't exist. It was Russian disinformation. Remember that? And that was all confirmed strongly by the FBI when they all knew that it wasn't Russian disinformation. And so much more. Our elections were like those of a third world country. And now this massive election interference at a scale never seen before in our country, beginning with the radical left, George Soros-backed prosecutor Alvin Bragg of New York, who campaigned on the fact that he would get President Trump. I'm going to get him. I'm going to get him. This is a guy campaigning. You want to get President Trump at any cost and this before he knew anything about me, didn't know a thing about me. He was campaigning. As it turns out, virtually everybody that has looked at this case, including rhinos and even hardcore Democrats, say there is no crime and that it should never have been brought. Never have been brought. Everybody. Even people that Aren't big fans have said they said this is not the right thing to do. It's an insult to our country as the world is already laughing at us for so many other reasons, like our open borders, our incompetent withdrawal from Afghanistan, where we left behind American citizens, eighty-five billion dollars worth of the best military equipment in the world, lost thirteen magnificent young lives and far too many to mention that are so badly hurt with the loss of arms and legs and facial <laughs> obliteration. The most embarrassing time in our country's history, in my opinion. 
than our give up on energy independence and even energy dominance. We're going to be dominant within six months, more than any other nation times two. We had this all just three years ago, our raging crime statistics. If you look in Democrat-run cities, numbers the likes of which we have never seen before, the open threats by various countries of the use of nuclear weapons, something never mentioned or discussed by outside nations during the Trump administration and which could very well lead under the Biden administration's leadership to an all-out nuclear world war three can happen. We're not very far away from it, believe it or not. An economy that has been crippled by the biggest inflation we have seen in more than 60 years, and a military that I used to defeat ISIS. In four weeks, they said it would take four years, four weeks, to kill al-Baghdadi and Soleimani, that has now gone woke at the top levels by trying to indoctrinate everyone down to the lowest-ranking patriot. But now they have really stepped up their efforts by indicting the 45th president of the United States who received <laughs> 75 million votes, which is more than any sitting president in the history of our country. And in the wings, they've got a local racist Democrat district attorney in Atlanta who is doing everything in her power to indict me over an absolutely perfect phone call, even more perfect than the one I made with the president of Ukraine. Remember, I kept saying, that's a perfect call. This one was more perfect. <laughs> Nobody said, sir, you shouldn't say that. Many people on the phone were hung up in disgust because of something I inappropriately said, because nothing was said wrong. In fact, at the end of the call, we agreed to continue our conversation about election fraud and election fraud, specifically in Georgia, at a later time. Many people on the phone, including lots of lawyers, nobody found anything wrong with that perfect call until a book promotion tour many months later. All of a sudden, they say, you know, I remember Trump making a call. Let's look at that. This fake case was brought only to interfere with the upcoming 2024 election, and it should be dropped immediately, immediately. <laughs> Then you have a radical left lunatic known as a bomb thrower who is harassing hundreds of my people day after day over the boxes hoax. You know, the boxes hoax, as we call it. Just so everyone knows, I come under what's known as the Presidential Records Act, which was designed and approved by Congress long ago just for this reason. Under the act, I'm supposed to negotiate with NARA, the National Archives and Records Administration, which as of this date is a radical left troublemaking organization that red flags the Constitution of the United States and the Bill of Rights as dangerous and triggering. Can you imagine? This is what we have to deal with. But there is no criminality under the Presidential Records Act. That is not what it's all about. 
We were negotiating in very good faith, proper way, in order to return some or all of the documents that I openly and in very plain sight brought with me to Mar-a-Lago from our beautiful White House, just as virtually every other president has done in the past. When FBI and DOJ officials with NARA were here, I told my lawyer to show them the very secure storage room in which they were locked. The FBI's sole request in writing was, could you please put another lock on the door? We immediately complied. It's a lot different than the Biden situation, isn't it? The next thing I know, we were raided by many gun-toting FBI agents who took whatever they wanted, including my passports and medical records. Everybody was in shock. Nobody had ever heard of such a raid before. We can't even believe it. Who would think that that could happen today? I immediately thought of the Fourth Amendment that protects against unreasonable search and seizure. But they did it anyway because our justice system has become lawless. They're using it now, in addition to everything else, to win elections. Apparently, they're not looking at me through the view of the non-criminal Presidential Records Act. They came up with a new one. This is a new one. And they're looking at me through the Espionage Act, they could add, how does that sound, of 1917, where the penalty is death, even though that has absolutely nothing to do with openly taking boxes of documents and mostly clothing and other things to my home, which President Obama has done, the Bushes have done, Jimmy Carter's done, Ronald Reagan has done, everybody's done, in fact, Hillary Clinton got rid of 33,000 emails, and that was okay. But nobody's done it like Joe Biden. This lunatic special prosecutor named Jack Smith, I wonder what it was prior to a change, who others of his ilk say he is even worse than they are is only looking at Trump, yet Joe Biden took massive amounts more documents even removed many boxes to Chinatown. You believe that? Whoa. Just got $10 million from China. Where did that come from? I guess they were banking on Hunter's expertise <laughs> and had others stored in unsecured offices in Pennsylvania and strewn all over his garage floor where his now very famous Corvette is also stored. All over the floor, including classified documents. But that's okay. Perhaps most importantly, he has 1,850 boxes in Delaware, which he is refusing to give up. But isn't that real obstruction? That's obstruction. As president, I have the right to declassify documents. And the process is automatic if I take them with me. It's automatic, declassified. Biden was vice president. He had absolutely no right to declassify as vice president. He doesn't come under the non-criminal Presidential Records Act. He comes under the very criminal Federal Records Act, unfortunately for him, but it's not gonna matter because they don't follow the law, which has very severe penalties. 
He had classified documents that he took while he was a senator, which is absolutely inexcusable. And other senators, including Democrats, are outraged. But he's not being harassed and hounded like the people who work for me are. In fact, they seem to have forgotten about his documents entirely. So many thousands and thousands, it's okay with him. They like to say that I'm obstructing, which I'm not, because I was working with NARA very nicely until the raid on my home. But Biden is obstructing by making it impossible to get the 1,850 boxes or explain why many documents were located in Chinatown. Can't explain it. Why were they in Chinatown? I don't know. Lastly, I'm under investigation. This time a civil investigation by another racist in reverse who also campaigned on, I will get Trump. I will get him. This was her campaign. Never ran for office. I will get him. Her name is Letitia James. And she proclaimed while campaigning, quote, I look forward to going into the office of the Attorney General every single day, suing him, and then going home before she knew me. She announced, what is fueling my soul right now is Trump, and that she had her eyes on Trump Tower. Those eyes are focused on Trump Tower. Didn't know the young lady. She even assured her supporters in an election promise that we're going to definitely sue him. We're going to be a real pain in the ass. He's going to know my name personally. Yeah. <laughs> and then she claimed that I was an illegitimate president. Thank you. Think of it. With all, with all we did, with all we did on energy, with all we did on the military, on taxes, biggest tax cuts in history, Biggest regulation cuts in history, right to try, people able to get drugs now that aren't approved. Hopefully you don't have that problem. Odisha James vowed to use every area of the law to, quote, investigate President Trump and his business transactions. Those transactions are gonna be investigated, she said. And that of her family. And his family, because we're going after his family, and we're going after them hard. This is all before entering office and all before knowing anything at all about me. But you're going to get me. This is why, along with unrelenting crime, so many people and companies are leaving New York. She said that I falsified my financial statements, but in fact, we're proving and will prove that my financial statements were substantially more than we submitted, not less. And in all cases, have a strong disclaimer clause in them, which tells the institutions that may look at that if they want to, not to rely on the statement. But they've got a problem with their case because number one, I'm very underleveraged. They can't believe it, all the stuff they read and gave and have very little debt relative to the value of assets. And importantly, not one bank has lost even $1. She was investigating me to save banks. They have very good lawyers. But they didn't lose a dollar with us during this period of time. In fact, the banks 
We're talking about made almost $200 million off Donald Trump, and they liked me very much. We never missed a payment, never got a default notice, had a great relationship with all of them. I don't need banks. They have a lot of cash. I built a great business with my family, built a fantastic business. son here has done a great job, and I have another son here who's done a great job. And Ivanka and Baron will be great someday. He's tall. He is tall, and he's smart. But I have a great family, and they've done a fantastic job, and we appreciate it very much. They've gone through a So she's suing me over banks that weren't defrauded when she should be focused on violent crime that's driving people out of the state. This is a persecution, not an investigation. She's put our family through hell. It's cost hundreds of millions of dollars to defend, but our heads are held very, very high. They want to settle the case, but I want no part of that. So here we are now. It's where we were today in a city that was so great just four or five years ago. But now we're there. Spend time there today, as you possibly read, with a local failed district attorney charging a former president of the United States for the first time in history on a basis that every single pundit and legal analyst said, there is no case, there's no case. They kept saying, there's no case. <laughs> Virtually everyone, but it's far worse than that because he knew there was no case. That's why last week he delayed for a month and then immediately took that back and threw this ridiculous indictment together. Came out today, everybody said, this is not really an indictment, there's nothing here. My lawyers came to me and they said, there's nothing here, they're not even saying what you did. <laughs> the criminal is the district attorney because he illegally leaked massive amounts of grand jury information. For which he should be prosecuted, or at a minimum, he should resign. And Alvin Bragg's wife confirmed a report that claimed her husband has Trump nailed on felonies. She has since locked down her Twitter account. His chief prosecutor, who represented the Democrats and crooked Hillary Clinton and a firm run by Chuck Schumer's brother, Robert, he quit the firm in order to go to work in the DA office in order to get Trump. Can you imagine that? Hillary Clinton's lawyer, Democrat lawyer, Democrat firm. Ultimately, he quit as chief prosecutor because Bragg didn't think he had a case. Think of the same guy that brought this ridiculous thing today. Yet during his investigation, this prosecutor named Mark Pomerantz wrote and published a book saying all sorts of privileged things and has been very strongly, rep rec really uh, reprimanded. He was reprimanded so strongly 
I've never seen anything like it. That's probably the end of it. But what he did was probably very illegal, but he was very, very strongly reprimanded. Even District Attorney Bragg was furious with him. They were having a tremendous fight in the office because of it. But hope is never lost because various prosecutors in the DA's office also quit because they thought President Trump was being treated very unfairly. How about that? Isn't that great? Oh, I love them. I'd like to meet them. I'd like to meet them. The DA's office even had a web page. Meet the team of executives who have done this to President Trump. That was the title. Isn't that nice? They immediately had to take it down. Meanwhile, overall, crime in New York was up 30% last year, much more than that the year before, with felony assaults, robberies, and burglaries all up by massive, massive numbers. Not the same place that I know, not the same place that you know. And this is where we are right now. I have a Trump-hating judge with a Trump-hating wife and family whose daughter worked for Kamala Harris mm. and now receives money from the Biden-Harris campaign. We recently had another trial, and the same judge told the fine man who worked for me for many, many years that if you admit your guilt, you will be in jail for 90 days. But if you don't, if we go through a trial and you're found guilty, you're going away for 10 years and maybe longer, which for a 75-year-old man with a great family really means life. What the prosecutors and judge did to that man, I will never forget, because it's right out of the old Soviet Union. That's where we are. They said, you say anything about Trump, meaning that's bad, and you won't even have to serve the 90 days. You'll walk free. And they say that to many of my employees. We have this Jack Smith lunatic threatening people every single day through his representatives. They're threatening jail terms. But talk about Trump and you'll go free. This is where we are as a nation. Who would have thought they can't beat us at the ballot box, so they try and beat us through the law. That's the country in which we live, however, right now. The USA is a mess. Our economy is crashing. Inflation is out of control. Russia has joined with China. Can you believe that? Saudi Arabia has joined with Iran. China, Russia, Iran, and North Korea have formed together as a menacing and destructive coalition would have never happened if I were your president. Would never have happened. Nor would Russia attacking Ukraine have happened. All of those lives would be saved. All of those beautiful cities would be standing. Our currency is crashing and will soon no longer be the world standard, which will be our greatest defeat, frankly, in 200 years. There will be no defeat like that. That will take us away from being even a great power. If you took the five worst presidents in the history of the United States and added them up, they would not have done near the destruction to our country as Joe Biden and the Biden administration have done. (laughs) 
Incredibly, we are now a failing nation. We are a nation in decline. And now these radical left lunatics want to interfere with our elections by using law enforcement. We can't let that happen. With all of this being said, and with a very dark cloud over our beloved country, I have no doubt, nevertheless, that we will make America great again. Thank you very much. God bless you, and God bless America. Thank you very much, everybody. Thank you. Remember? Mm-hmm. 
that Chef Rip Rich Rich or whatever his name was. Chef Rich, that is correct. Mm-hmm. So this is the level of criminality, and he dropping bombs. He's talking about stuff that I didn't, I hadn't heard, I didn't know anything about. Them finding uh, top secret documents in Chinatown. <laughs> Uh, that's my first hearing about it, too. He's dropping bombs. And they're going to try to shut this man up? I guarantee you tomorrow the judge is going to say something because he basically skewered him, too, put out his history, Okay. <laughs> <laughs> This dude is a master at projecting what he wants to project all by himself against the entire media complex. By himself. And I heard they should was know. going on some something was going on with the governor of uh Florida today too. Well, look, look, Bear, somebody asked me, or I think I may have just volunteered a few months ago, mm-hmm. and the, the question was, what about DeSantis? And I said, right. no, this dude is too clean. He not okay? clean. He's too clean. Oh, go ahead, Bear. No, I'm just saying he's not. Go ahead. And now he has shown that he's a part of the elite Republicans, part of that three quarters, financed by the Bushes. And, of course, the other right-wing usual suspects in elite circles in the Republican Party. There's a battle going on. That's what you see playing out right now, okay, in both parties, because this indictment was not supposed to uh, come down at all until until they went to uh, Super Negro in New York and told him he better bring that indictment, Okay. This is the battle that's going on inside the Democratic Party because they know they're getting ready to get scorched. Nobody's gravitating to them. And when they come out with whether you believe the shooting took place or not is irrelevant. The relevant thing is these people haven't said a word about the alleged six people that got shot up in the school And instead, they're offering sympathy for the murderer. This little dyke that went into school and allegedly killed six people. Again, whether it happened or not is irrelevant. They're using it to immediately push gun control. Immediately. Like step one, step two, step three, step Mm four. And it's obvious. Of course not. 
And let me tell you why, <clears throat> family. Um, how many counts did they get him on, Bill? <laughs> they said 34, didn't they? Yes. What does that add up to? Seven. What is this year? <laughs> Seven. Now, he's saying that the DA, Bragg, Trump is saying this, should be prosecuted for leaking information that could have only come from his office. And he linked, he, he, they leaked the information to Michael Isakoff, who I go way, way back with. So I know he's an intelligence asset. He's been such for a long, long time. Okay. Michael Isakoff was the same guy that they leaked the information to from Hillary's people with with the fake dossier so it's going to the media and give the FBI the pretext to begin to get the fake Pfizer application and begin to prosecute him or persecute him because we had Passover. And you got all uh-huh, the players yeah. in place doing Passover. Even Mary Magdalene. That would be stormy. <laughs> this is year seven. Yeah. So Michael Isikoff drops the 34 count even before anybody knows. How did he know? And it comes out today that there was, in fact, 34 counts, which is the seven. So I had to go back to 2023 numerology forecast what to expect in a seven universal year from mindbodygreen.com. And here's what they say, and just in just a little bit. It says, as a recap for those who may not be familiar with the universal year cycles of numerology, each year has a universal theme or energy that we experience as a collective and each year cycle builds on the last. So then they tell you what happened in the year 4, 2020, the year 5, uh, year 6. So, And now it's time for 2023, our universal year 7, to come and shake things up. If they're going to say in numerology, the number 7 is the most spiritual number only rivaled by the master number 11. The seven is the philosopher and the seeker. When we are in a seven-year cycle, this is a time of spiritual awakening, knowledge gathering, solitude, and inward focus. They say, are you ready for self-reflection? and to dive deep into the inner workings of your spiritual self, because that's exactly what 2023 is inviting us to do. The collective will undergo major shifts in how we think, see, and view the world this year. Our sense of spirituality spirituality is growing tremendously, and we may see shifts in our philosophies and spiritual beliefs. If you do not consider yourself a spiritual person, 
this year you may start to explore your spirituality more, either on purpose or by accident. Okay? So that's just giving you just a little bit, okay, of what to expect that we pointed out uh, earlier this year and what this year was going to bring about. So I was not surprised that they came with 34 counts and already they being ripped to shreds. Tomorrow, and I haven't seen anything outside of this speech, tomorrow there's going to be shreds of paper everywhere because even the Democratic media is going to tear it to shreds. As he stated, his lawyers told him, Orange Man, that they never said what he did. What did he do? Absolutely unbelievable. But you see, again, family, they're working from a premise of past the past. There is no past for them. There's only a past for us, all right? They don't have one. So all that they've done never existed, okay? And you can see clearly now that this whole move with the whole tranny, tranny thing, and every woman in this country She'll be absolutely outraged that they would put these nasty men over them. Every woman, if you ain't figured this out yet, that you the target because you had a baby. That's why they're hollering and screaming about abortion. Trying to make it seem like you've lost something. No. No. At best, you've gained quite a bit because perhaps self-control will be instituted a little more rigorously, okay, in spite of the constant bombardment of sex in any form that's being promoted by these people. Any form, it don't matter. You got kink being practiced in the White House. You got a pedophile, according to his son, who calls him Pedo P. You got his daughter talking about he's doing things to her inappropriately in the shower. And they can't find any of this. And I, I ain't even mentioned all the criminal behavior that's all over the place in the House of Representatives. And they got people lined up to testify that they were part of a criminal enterprise. I'm talking about people that come from them. I keep mentioning January 6th, Bev. All right? Mm -hmm. Because I hope Mm -hmm. somebody put it in Orange Man's ear to go back and look at all the so-called 
black radicals that were black nationalists that were locked up, many of them still in jail to this day and given long prison sentences based on the incorrect behavior of the FBI and the CIA. And none of these niggas, that's what they are, these nigger politicians will open their mouth and say a damn word about none of them. And let me tell you why they won't say nothing about them, family. Because they feel that they are past the past. These Negroes ain't spent a dime or no time in the field representing our people at no point. You can't go find none of these Negroes, okay, that's ever done anything anywhere for our people. Nothing but run their mouths. Let me go here, family, because we got a lot to put on the table these next couple of days because all this leads right up to chat GPT because they're trying to pass legislation, okay, and they got busted. And Lindsey Graham was on somebody's program where he literally busted in more ways than one, as a signator for this legislation that gives Joe Biden the right to kick anybody off the off the internet that he wants, did you hear me? And they got the they call it the Restrict Act, and we told you a few weeks ago that they are going to be coming at. Uh, Blogs and websites that are not connected to social media because they're doing it all over Europe. This is their last grasp. And every time you turn around, they're getting caught, and they're caught with this one. Okay? They are cold-busted. January the 6th. You got informants all over the place at, at the top levels of the Proud Boys instigating and lying, creating fake documents. Okay? I'm still waiting for these people to tell me how many guns were you able to get from these so-called right-wing white supremacists? How many guns did you collect at the insurrection. And the answer is none. They letting people out, including the, the Viking dude, right, with the horns on his head. He already out of jail. They just let a several more out quietly. They're withholding information, just like they did to black people during the black power movement in the 60s. In the meantime, Mr. Hooknose bagel, bagel Eater is lurking in the background.
Indicting Trump is the end of U.S. politics. Indicting Trump is the end of U.S. politics. This is from Tom Luongo. Tom Luongo, dot me. Here's what he says. So the Democrats and their Davos benefactors have finally done it. They finally found something they can indict President Trump on. Apparently, 34-something, which makes for great headlines. The usual suspects have been thrown their chum, Trump derangement syndrome patients, and magatards. The social media war is now in full swing, and frankly, it couldn't be more tiresome. The two factions in the Democratic Party are the uh, uh, Bolshevik, Old Testament Bolsheviks on one end, and the so-called moderate Democrats on the other. But the Bolsheviks got the juice. So they made uh, O'Alvin come back with this fake indictment, even though he had nothing. Because, again, the aim is to throw more dirt on this guy so he could be unelectable. And Biden basically came out and said it. The corps actually came out and said they're going to stop him any way they can. We'll get there, family. They go on to say, a few get why this is so inane or insane, but most are focused uh, on the wrong thing, as always. Jonathan Turley has a good rundown of the questionable legality of this case. But again... While he's not wrong to focus on that and the shady politics, he also misses the larger implications of this indictment. This is a case so legally tenuous that even the federal government, famous for being able to convict a ham sandwich, wouldn't touch it with a 10-foot pole. Because indicting Trump for any of these petty things is nothing less than the end of politics and a declaration of civil war. Davos, through the Democrats, have been running a culture war for decades, check this family, to stamp out the past. Because they say they're past the past, family. It's quite Leninist. Turley and others have focused on uh, its just not done to indict a president, especially something as irrelevant as paying hush money to Stormy Daniels. But just not done is exactly the thing being indicted here, not Trump. Trump is just a fulcrum on which all these things rest. Okay. They say, this is just the politics of envy taken to its ultimate conclusion. Racism, sexism, ageism, transphobia, LGBTQT plus BBQ sauce, uh, sauce right, are all the same political position. 
They are all about tearing down the old institutional order. It's been going on for generations, invading male spaces like Augusta National, forcing female reporters into locker rooms, endlessly arguing the wage gap between men and women. Of course, these same people can no longer even define the woman whose rights they fight for. Is the latest term people who menstruate? Or is that just so last week? I thought I was supposed to still wear my mask in my electric car to fight for the rights of Ukrainian men to get pregnant while fighting for freedom from Putler. So forgive me if I'm a little confused. This is a perspective that reduces society to whatever we did before was wrong. Progress in the minds of religious, Puritan, progressives is a never-ending battle against sin. Yesterday is forever evil. That's the past, family. While tomorrow holds the promise of heaven on earth. That's today, because you can't see what's going to happen tomorrow. That sin is stratification as a result of rewarding marriage. But what is marriage to people who view all profits as exploitation? You can answer that however you wish. But by their actions, it's clear they believe marriage is stealing. This is why you didn't build that, you basket of deplorables. Anything you, you have earned can and should be taken from you for wrong things. And that's what's at the heart of this Trump indictment. Trump is the distillation of everything they need to tear down to validate their envy. He's white, male, politically connected, a little corrupt, very cheesy, and the antithesis of what middle-class, bi-coastal mitwits believe they should be, successful. They hate Trump, not because he's successful, but because our society allowed for him to become successful. To the progressive midwit, any society that allows a man like Donald Trump to rise like he did needs to be destroyed. They're going to say that's why Trump's indictment signals the end of politics as we believe it operated. The key word there was believe. We are dealing with people who see those that disagree with them as irredeemable. You voted for Trump twice? Burn in hell, you fascist. The only time most of these people want guns to exist. Civilization rests on the fantasy that there's a shared acceptance of the rules on which it operates. Americans are both immensely cynical and naive about politics in this sense. We all know politicians align when they lift the movement. But we also believe in the myth that the American system of justice will get the right answer often enough to keep the lights on. Today, that's a very big assumption. And you see, this is where I go back to... These white people know about COINTELPRO. 
they know the anger of black people in the 60s was based on the murder of almost every black leader. And those that weren't murdered had to leave the country on chucked up charges, all being orchestrated by the very same people that today are telling you that the CIA and the FBI that works directly with Black, Black Lives Matter, that works directly with the NAALGBT, and damn near every Negro Democrat in political office. Not all of them, okay? But I would say 95% of them, they're guilty through their silence, okay? Because they know what's going on. So they working with the people that have been, in fact, responsible for the mass murder of them, every black leader of any consequence going all the way back to Marcus Garvey, who I specifically take my nationalist principles from. That means Africa for the Africans. Okay? So they sent Obama to Africa when he was the president, and they told him to take his ass back to America and deal with all them problems these Africans got here. Talking about you and me. Okay? So notice camel toe ain't been around, man. Well, yeah, I, I, know, anyway. I haven't heard of it. I haven't either. That's because she's been in Africa. Now, what's she she's doing over world, there? She's on a world tour with Muhammad, my man. <laughs> <laughs> but guess what? Mm-hmm. She, like, like so many of of, of these Negro politicians can't go anywhere without getting called on the carpet. So she went to Africa thinking she's going to be in a safe space, right? And it didn't quite happen that way, all right? Check this out, family. Uh, This is to her face, not behind her back. And this was a strong message among several strong messages that, that have come out of African leadership to tell them that we don't want your uh, $500 million, keep it. We don't want your venom, keep it. Here's why, family. Check this out. By the way, this is from Jimmy Dore, a so-called progressive that's waking up. His name is Fred Menembe. This is his speech during the visit from... Kamala Harris. This is the speech during the, her visit. Okay, ready? A country that has struggled so many governments in Africa, that has led so many coups in Africa and other parts of the world, a country that has killed so many of our leaders in Africa and other parts of the world, the killers of Patrice Lumumba, Patrice Lumumba, those who toppled Kwame Nkrumah, Kwame Nkrumah. Those who killed Nasser. Abdul Nasser. Those Abdul who killed Nasser. Muammar Gaddafi. Muammar Gaddafi. Today are coming to teach us about democracy. A country that has been built on a brutal force. 
on enslavement of other human beings, on the humiliation of Africans, the exploitation of Africans, the plunder of Africa, today is coming to teach us about democracy. <laughs> if you have no respect for the dignity of others, if you have no respect for the sovereignty of other countries, sovereignty above the you cannot claim to be a champion of democracy. Bam. That's the African stream. Bam. Boom. Boom. Now, where is that coming from in this country from these Negro leaders? Okay. You got the nerve to come to Africa after you killed all our leaders and overthrew others. You got the nerve to come to Africa and talk to us about some damn democracy. No, you can't come to us and sell us no democracy, you murderer. You a mass murderer. And I will say it again. Were it not for Russia, Africa would still probably be colonized today. Okay, it's real talk, family. You say no hyperbole. This is real. So these people got the nerve to send camel toe to Africa as if somehow Africans are going to drop down on their hands and knees because the great half-white or whatever the hell she is, Savior, going to come and save us. Who are you going to save us from? We're trying to get away from you. You can't save us. And that's why I reiterate, beware Greeks bearing gifts. And also beware of black faces in high places. Absolutely, absolutely unbelievable. And the reason that she can do that, to go to Africa and smile and grin and say nothing, absolutely nothing, is because she feels that if they're able to slither their way into the consciousness of Africans from a positive perspective, the past is the past. Let me go back to this article. They say Davos is at war with humanity through undermining the institutions of civilization itself. They will not be stopped in their quest to secure global control over humanity. They stoked an animus against Trump in the minds of people like Nancy Pelosi that can only end in fire and violence. Now, you notice there seems to be a thread of just nastiness that runs through these people? Didn't Nancy Pelosi's so-called husband just get busted in more ways than one? And didn't want to pay his male prostitute who threatened him with a hammer? 
about that. And Orange Man came out right after we did and said just that. There appeared to be something more going on there uh, than meets the eye. Okay. They say they know that the 2024 election is where all their dreams come together. They need another Davosian quizzling in the White House to counter what's happening with the Federal Reserve's hawkish policy. Let me tell you something, family. By the time 2024 rolls around, the economy will probably be on its last legs. There's no way humanly possible that these people, that the people in this country will go out and put these incompetent, nasty people back in office. No way. All right? They didn't do it in 2020. All right? Y'all know the, the score. They say Davos has control over the political and monetary policies of Europe. It lost political control over the U.K. and got it back and we'll reverse Brexit. That brought the Bank of England back in line. However, it's very clear at this point they do not control the Fed. So they have political control until January 2025 in the U.S., but do not have monetary control over the Fed until 2026, when Powell's second term is done. This is the window for U.S. patriots to win this civil war before it even begins in earnest. Powell's tight monetary policy will be the Democrats' main talking point for 2024. Quote, the GOP and the Fed are the reason you broke. They cost you your job, the dream of a new house, unquote. We need more free money to help the poor. I have to hand this to these guys. They've turned the libertarians into their biggest water carriers by turning in the Fed into a strategic asset on the battlefield. With neither monetary nor political control over the U.S., there can be no 21st century version of VE Day. It's bad enough that the global South has rebelled. Davos knows this is it for them. 2024 in the U.S., or bust. George Soros said as much at Munich this year. This is why Trump needs to be indicted, even though the case is legally illiterate. Look, conservative commentators who think that indicting Trump will only improve his chances of winning the election are wrong. It doesn't matter that he can run for office from jail. Do you think a GOP run by cocaine, Mitch McConnell? will have the balls to defy their uniparty paymaster and nominate Donald Trump from prison, Trump will not be allowed to run. Because of all the words spilled about this so far, only Martin Armstrong has come close to the truth of what the real strategy is. If this was coming from anyone other than Martin Armstrong, I would dismiss it out of hand. Maybe Marty is being paranoid. I hope he is. In your heart of hearts, 
Do you really think that? I don't. Because this is being driven by people who every day maneuver the world into a potential nuclear exchange with Russia over its right to exist as a country. Tell me, after everything you've seen them do over COVID-19, they wouldn't relish the opportunity to put a gag order on Trump. It's the only thing still animating most of these walking dead in D.C., for Pete's sake. Okay? They say, now, for Trump, if Bragg tried to pull this, his case would be fast-tracked publicly up to the Supreme Court, and then it gets interesting. Do you think Trump would be exonerated with this court under these circumstances, the current pressure? Or do you expect them to do what they did with the election, refuse to hear the case because of a lack of standing like they did over the 2020 election when they clearly had the authority to hear the cases? Last I checked, John Roberts was still in charge up there. Eighteen months ago, I was thankful for all of Davos's insane overreactions pathetic narratives, and unsustainable lies. While I don't believe Davos is redeemable, I still hold out hope that there are enough uh, of in the right positions who are to just say no when the time comes. See, he's, Luango, this is me, family, Luango is naive as well because he wants to be accepted um, as a legitimate um, thought person uh, in the realm of academia, okay? Uh, He ain't dealing with the metaphysical aspects of this thing, as none of them do, all right? So uh, I hope not to even have to mention this tomorrow, okay? Because I already told you what's going to happen. They go on to say, Each loss on the battlefield of public opinion and in the policy room, Davos has doubled down rather than back down. Theirs is the war of the psychopath, not the warrior. Their Eurodollar system is dying on the sofa of vines. So don't discount this indictment to Trump. To them, this is still their best path to victory. The fear of a second Trump term is real. Not because Trump is so great, but because they can't control him. And he got a chip on his shoulder the size of Florida's budget surplus. Martin Armstrong is right. They will play this all the way out. They have no other choice. If they want to win this year, they started to validate their view of themselves as gods among mere men. Regardless of the outcome of Trump's legal troubles, the real victory we'll be having destroyed was left of what was truly beautiful a government, in theory, subservient to the people. This is what we have to focus on preserving as their acolytes burn the libraries and erase the memory of our sins they can't bear to face like adults. Why? Because they don't have, according to them, a past. 
all right? They don't have no past. So they just pass the past. It's really crazy, family. Really crazy. Because you would think that these people would have common sense. Sister Bear. Mm -hmm. And for the most part, I would think they had common sense too. But that's the one thing. Look at look at what they're doing. Look at the moves that they're making. Everything they do is blown up in their face. Everything. It don't matter where they go. They hate it all over the world. Okay. And they get caught. And I was. <clears throat> I, mm-hmm. Go ahead. And I was looking today, they had a lot of uh, foreign journalists here, uh, you know, covering this today, too. Yeah. They're going to shred it tomorrow, too. You see? Let me show you why, Bear. Now, you heard Orsman said that the mm-hmm. prosecutor, D.A. Bragg, needs to be under indictment. Mm-hmm. You got people, family members, okay, going from one spot to another just to get Trump. <laughs> and he's dropping all these bombs after he leaves the courthouse and go back to Mar-a-Lago. Okay? I mean dropping bombs. So I guarantee you, in the circles that I go to, that's what's going to be talked about tomorrow, not the indictment, because it's zero. Nobody would prosecute it. And again, you got tore-up ass all over the place. Look at this. Look at this. This from Zero Heads family. Check this out. Manhattan assistant DA nukes Twitter account after anti-Trump bias exposed. Let me read that headline again. Manhattan assistant DA, that's where the trial is supposedly going to be held, erased her Twitter account after anti-Trump bias exposed. How many times have you seen this same story Owens man used to call them, what do you call them, uh, 13 disgruntled Democrats that was working for Mueller? Oh, he described them uh, somewhere close to that. Check this out, family. Less than 24 hours after the Gateway Pundit exposed Manhattan Assistant District Attorney Meg Reese, R-E-I-S-S, Old Testament. Her public hatred of Donald Trump on Twitter, Reese, who's been accused of masterminding the case against the former president, locked and then he deleted her account. And what account is that? Twitter. And who run Twitter? Oh, that's what I thought. 
So do uh, does Elon have access? I think so. Let me read that again because I, I kind of think it might have went past one or two of you out there listening. Less than 24 hours after she was exposed, Manhattan District Attorney Meg Reese, public public hatred of Donald Trump on Twitter, Reese, who's been accused of masterminding the case against the former president, locked and then deleted her account. As the Gateway Pundit documented Thursday morning, Reese liked several anti-Trump tweets, exposing her absolute bias against the man her office is about to indict over hush money paid to former adult actress Stormy Daniels. Of note, Trump's alleged payment to Daniels through former lawyer Michael Cohen would normally be a misdemeanor, which falls outside the statute of limitations. Not for Bragg's office, not for Reese. They go on to say, the Institute for Innovation and Prosecution, the IIP, Institute for Innovation and Prosecution, which is a research center out of the George Soros-funded John Jay College, has tagged her dozens of times. Reese served as the executive director for the Institute for Innovation and Prosecution. Well, what does that mean? That means this is a think tank where they sit around to figure out how they can circumvent the laws if not change them outright in terms of their thinking. You follow me, family? So that a woman is no longer a woman. Well, what is woman's rights? Well, they're trans rights because the trannies have overwritten the woman. They say, the DA of Brooklyn, Eric Gonzalez, also tagged Weiss, who was previously served in the Brooklyn District Attorney's Office as the Chief of Social Justice on several occasions, too. Now, I don't know what the hell is a Chief of Social Justice. Where'd that come from? They say, Most of these tweets Rice liked were while she served in the Brooklyn District Attorney's Office as the Chief of Social Justice and as she served as a director of the IIP. However, her political bias extended to her her time at the Manhattan DA's office as well. Earlier in the year, as she was serving as Manhattan's Chief Assistant DA, she retweeted a video of Democrat Representative Hakeem Jeffries giving a speech at the State of the Union. At one point during the video, Reese shared, Representative Jeffries says, Democrats will put, quote, maturity over my lago, unquote. Now, this is a dude that got six corners. Was it six corners, man? 
I think so. Six corners on his head. Six. Okay. So you know he's brain damaged. He must have been dropped as a child or something. Because when you see anybody with a head that size in the black community, we used to say they, they had water head. He doesn't have a human head. There's something wrong with his head. Okay? So Democrats have put maturity over my life. Does that mean uh, Ocasio-Cortez? Is that maturity? How about uh, A.T. Maxine? Is that maturity? Unbelievable, family. Absolutely unbelievable. So as you can see, already conflicts of interest all over the place, straight up bias all over the place, and you're going to prosecute me? Family, that's like the jewelry forewoman in Georgia, the little retarded girl that's a witch. The bitch is a witch. Mm-hmm. And Orange Man is telling you he's the victim of a witch hunt. And these damn fools literally go out and get a practicing witch. The bitch is a witch. Bear, that Mm. music that you played today was put in the exact (laughs) proper order that it needed to be put in. I couldn't put that music in that order the way you did it. That was mm-hmm. absolutely magnificent, Bear. Mm-hmm. Absolutely and right on time. Song, and that last song used to be my mama's, one of her favorite songs. We used to hear Uh-oh. her playing that all the time. <laughs> absolutely. Uh, Bear, we dealing with an extremely insane group of psychopaths. Look at yeah. the stuff that they're looking. Everybody can see it now. It's not hidden. They no. want to chop in babies. Someone not uh, sent me somebody sent me a, a video that was showing that these pre-students pre-student children they had the truck come up to the school and the children was lined up outside getting shot and the guy came past and he was like do they parents know that y'all doing this and they was just ignoring him they giving these baby shots and their parents don't even know it how many times Beth, have we said that our people got to get up off their ass if you care about your children and go That's up right. to these schools. How many times have we said that? Yeah, yeah. Because they're telling you what they're doing. They want to give children rights beyond parental rights because communist society, 
the government, big brother, and his little sister control your children, not you. Okay, that's why many years ago, Hillary Clinton was running around out here talking about it takes a village. Hmm. Speaking of bitches, it takes a village. I heard it from prominent people today that they're going to get rid of camel toe and they want to put Hillary on the ticket. And that Biden is supposed to resign. And guess who will be your president? Hillary. How about that? That'll never happen. No, all of it is blowing up in their face, Bear. Because the economy is on the verge of collapse, right? The dude has been financing this pedophile in Ukraine, uh, arming Nazis, right? Because they want to kill as many of the Ukrainian people as they possibly can. And I told you, they want to create a greater Israel in Ukraine. They want that to be the Jewish homeland. So look, in the meantime, Biden has got busted, all right, uh, orchestrating the uprising in Israel right now. And uh, I'm quoting Kanye, Net and Yahoo (laughs) (laughs) called him out on it. He called him out on it. That don't happen publicly. People, see, because you got a faction, and you got them two factions that we don't ever lose sight of this family. You got two factions of these people still fighting each other. It's always these two factions. All right? So these Bolsheviks here, these communists, don't necessarily get along with Netanyahu because he's a nationalist. But I told you, family, the war in Ukraine is over. You got the pedophile Zelensky uh, running around on trains giving interviews. In the meantime, Russia has basically taken the part of Ukraine that basically shuts them off from anything getting in or out of Kiev. Now, I've said over and over, don't ever put anything past these people because you still got NATO that's over there roaming around the edges trying to Forment as much hell as they can And they will use Poland Because that's a NATO country They will use Poland To push their agenda Why? Because in the hierarchy of white people That's why they make so many jokes about the Poles They say they're the stupidest Of all the white people I'm not saying that That's their hierarchy in white world 
That's why they always make the Polish jokes. So, yeah, they'll sacrifice Poland because the Polish people and the Russian people have uh, big-time animosity towards each other. Family after uh, based on World War Two, big time animosity. So Poland is aligned with NATO, and they're talking about using Poland as a staging ground to launch illegal actions against Putin in Russia. And Putin said, "If you do," uh, and I'm gonna quote Guru here, "I'm coming for that that ass." And he didn't bite his tongue. He told NATO and the United States. Because he says he's not turning his country into a degenerate paradise. He's not having it. Why? Because if you go and look at the history of Russia, you quickly find out that Russia was primarily a Christian country. And then the Bolsheviks took over. All right? And they began to persecute the Christians. Does that remind you of, of vaguely of something that's going on here right now? <laughs> I know it, there's some, some similarities somewhere with this stuff because Putin is an Orthodox Christian and Russia has become going back to their roots, back to their cultural heritage of Eastern Orthodox Christianity with a heavy tinge of ancient comedic history associated with it. Y'all know the score, the Black Madonna and all this. I ain't got to go through all that again. This is real talk. And it's pissing these people off. That's why he said he ain't having no LGBT in Russia. If y'all want to be degenerate, and the Africans have told them the same thing. And you know damn well it ain't going to be happening in a lot of these Arab countries because their leaders will assassinated post-haste if they come with this stuff. Post-haste. The first thing the uh, uh, Afghan uh, freedom fighters did when they took over the country or when it was given to them by the corpse was take down all that LGBT stuff, the flags and all of it. Told them they ain't having it. All right? And, of course, uh, I think we played last week. Uh, we cited last week, I think it was the uh, president of Uganda uh, in their parliament told them, uh, y'all can keep that stuff. We're not having that here. Matter of fact, we're getting ready to pass some laws, and we're going to outlaw it, period. All right? And I don't know if you know this, family. But there's been a constant line of United States politicians going to Africa for the last Joe Biden's nasty little wife is in Africa or 
she was on her way in day or coming back. I'm not sure if she was going or coming back. But anyway, she had problems with her plane had to land. But she's been there recently as well. All right. They got the courts here uh, to serve as the prop while they attempt to raise hell on one hand and come out and push this so-called restrict act. Right? Written by the CIA and uh, uh, Naval Intelligence's own Marguerite, along with uh, Tom Thune, a Democrat and a Republican, but they they both the same, okay? And as we told you some weeks ago, they want to remove any and all opposition, right? Using TikTok as the front, and even even penalizing people for using VPN. Now, I know we just had conversations about that. Right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Their philosophy is if you're using a VPN, particularly if they can connect it to any kind of uh, uh, other uh, foreign-oriented connection, They'll charge you with espionage. Now, here's the deal. So much of this stuff is manufactured in China that we deal with these computers. Okay? Uh, That they can damn near lock up anybody. But let's, let's take a look at this. Restrict Act is Orwellian censorship grab Disguised as anti-TikTok legislation. This is, again, from Zero Head. Okay, here's what they say. The Restrict Act, introduced by Senators Mark Warner and Tom Thune, is aimed at blocking or disrupting transactions and financial holdings linked to foreign adversaries that pose a risk to national security. However, the language of the bill could be used to give the U.S. government enormous power to punish free speech. Warner, a longtime opponent of free speech, who, as Michael Krigia pointed out in 2018, uh, and that was confirmed by the Twitter files, pushed for the weaponization of big tech, crafted the Restrict Act, to take swift action against technology companies suspected of cavorting with foreign governments and spies. That means you would have to lock up the courts and damn the everybody in his administration because they openly, according to documentation, getting paid millions of dollars as spies. That's why you had all them damn uh, 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 all them documents, classified documents in his house, in his garage, uh, at the university, and in Chinatown. 
So what are they going to say, Bear? Hunter uh, had the files in his possession and went to get some fried rice and and left his car there because he was <laughs> high. I mean, they might. It's mind blowing. But this dude Warner got caught behind the scenes talking with people during the Trump-Russia investigation and basically giving them instructions on what they were to say and not to say. But I'm going to tell you right off the bat, he comes straight out of naval intelligence, and now he's CIA or higher. Long-time opponent of free speech. And he won't big tech to weaponize, to be weaponized. They say bad actors listed in the bill are China, Cuba, Iran, North Korea, Russia, and Venezuela. In reality, the Restrict Act has very little to do with TikTok and everything to do with controlling online content. They say the Restrict Act can also be used to punish people using virtual privacy networks if they're used to access banned websites and directs the Secretary of Commerce to, quote, identify, deter, disrupt, prevent, prohibit, investigate, or otherwise mitigate that which is deemed a national security risk associated with technology linked to the above countries. Penalties include fines of up to $1 million or 20 years in prison or both. So what happens if you are designated a national security threat? What can they, what? Can they, access, uh, what can they access of yours to confirm it? Everything. Notice a preemptive attack on quantum encryption in there, too. Reason Magazine said this. The language describing who the Restrict Act applies to is confusing at best. The Commerce Secretary will be authorized to take steps to address risk posed by, quote, any covered transaction by any person, unquote, right? So what counts? as a covered transaction. The bill states that this means, quote, a transaction in which any entity described in subparagraph B has any interest. Entities described in subparagraph B are a, quote, foreign adversary, an entity subject to the jurisdiction of, or organized under the laws of a foreign adversary and an entity owned, directed, or controlled by either of these. Foreign adversaries can be, quote, any foreign government or regime, unquote, that the secretary deems a national security threat. 
It's a bit gobbledygook. But this could be read to imply that any person using a VPN to access an app controlled by a foreign adversary or its alleged minions is subject to the secretary's ire. Hence, anyone using a VPN to access tick to access TikTok would be in trouble. Specifically, subject to up to a million dollars in fines and twenty years in prison or both. According to Warner's office, the provisions only apply when someone is quote engaged in sabotage or subversion, unquote, of communications technology in the U.S., causing catastrophic effects on U.S. critical infrastructure or interfering in or altering the results of a federal election in order to criminalize penalties to apply, unquote, and would target companies like Kaspersky, Huawei, and TikTok, not individual users. And the thing I say to that family is, do you believe them? Because that's what they told you about the Patriot Act. And they make it sound so uh, oriented towards righteousness and justice. Ain't nothing patriotic about the Patriot Act. So now we got the Restrict Act. No. They should call it the 1984 Act. Okay, because Biden, who can't hold his bowels, is somehow going to be the arbiter of what's a threat and what's not, simply by saying so. Maybe they'll use AI as they don't use. uh, Of course they are, Bear. (laughs) Okay, How, how much time we got left, Bear? Uh, let me see here. Uh, 50 minutes. Okay. Uh, that's how much I got? Well, that's before 50, we got 50 minutes and then we got the extra hour for the phone. Okay. Excellent. Excellent. Okay. Um, let me go here because as we said earlier, chat GPT is no joke. All right? It's much more dangerous, and we say it. Anything these people put out here and claim it to be for your benefit, man, you better run as fast as you can in the opposite direction. That's if you're smart. Now, you can think that these people are looking out for your interests, and go get you some chat GPT-4 or some chat GPT-5 or chat GPT-6 or 7 They're coming. All right? In the meantime, you're being warned by people at the highest echelon of that technology. They warn you like nobody's business. Don't do it. Okay? Now, if I can go, okay, now, let me give you an example, family. This is from 
Steve Bannon's war room. Okay? Now, this ain't him talking. Well, he's introducing it. But he has little uh, or nothing to do with what's being said. He has nothing to do with what's being said because these are the tech barons. And let me say this, family. There's nothing that burns me up more than people who run around here and talking about we did this first. Let me let me see again. There are people sitting out there in the audience listening right now. Who all I got to do is tell them to uh, call in, and they'll call in. But I respect their privacy. Okay. But if I told them to call in, they will call in, and they will tell you uh, when. Trump went to Waco, my mind went back to what happened in Waco. Okay? And them burning up uh, all them babies and them women in Waco, Texas, being led by a seven-foot dyke named Janet Reno and the Clintons. Okay? Burn up all them people and got caught doing it. Nobody went to jail. We were right there on top of it, covering it, to counter mainstream media propaganda. You can imagine what it was like back then, because our people were basically being spoon-fed doo-doo coming from the mainstream media. And we're doing the research, so we know who David Koresh was, we know what he was preaching. We know who he was preaching against. Same people we're talking about now and what was coming. Okay? We know they wanted to turn him into a government informant. All right? And that he was basically teaching old school religion. And they didn't like it. So they brought them tanks in there and burnt them people up. And we raised hell, but of course, uh, we're doing it on Black Talk Radio. And Black Talk Radio was nothing more than recycled gobbledygook from mainstream media, which is what it is today. And see, we said back then, because somebody has a different political point of view than mine, does that make them eligible to be burned up? or beaten and arrested under false pretenses? Because that's what happened at Ruby Ridge with the little right-wing white boy who lived up in a cabin with his wife and kids. Okay? Randy Weaver. We were right there covering it. Not there, in, but we were on, this, on the scene to, to give people a blow-by-blow account based on the research of what really went down. And that's why they had to pay him because they murdered that man's uh, wife. Okay? Whether I agree with his point of view or not, the DEA and the FBI and the intelligence agencies have no right to bum rush anybody because you won't do their bidding. That's not how this works. 
Because, see, again, I go back to the murder of Fred Hampton and Mark Clark. That's exactly the same thing that they did to Randy Weaver. It's exactly the same thing that they did uh, uh, with David Koresh in the Branch Davidians in Waco, Texas. And if you're going to expand it, it's the same thing they did with the Oklahoma City bombing. It's the same thing they did with the First World Trade Center bombing. All being run by the same people. They claim that patriots, and the word patriot, was a right-wing trope. But then, after they finally knocked down the World Trade Center uh, in 2000, 2001, they gave you the Patriot Act that had been sitting on the shelf since the 1990s uh, and was supposed to be put in place after the Oklahoma City bombing, and they couldn't push it. They couldn't get it passed, so they put it up on the shelf. And as soon as the World Trade Center got knocked down, here they come. Took it right off the shelf, blew the dust off of it, and the rest is history. And then they begin the lockdown. All right? And the computer takeover, the AI takeover, that's when it started. Okay? So you want to go back to Bohemian Grove? Oh, we exposed that in the 1980s, thanks to people like Steve Copeland. All right? So when I hear people throwing platitudes around on folk like they the beginning of something, no, no. I'm standing on the shoulders of Steve Copeland. And I can tell you right now, Steve Copeland ain't liking that shit at all. <laughs> man, get off my shoulders, man. <laughs> but real talk, family, that's why you'll never hear me say that, because I know I'm reading stuff that other people wrote, so they knew it before I did. But there's an industry in this now. All right? It's a whole industry. <clears throat> where people like to say, well, we did this. and No, absolutely not. Watch this, Sister Bear family. There's a phrase I keep hearing being used over and over, and I can tell you point blank. We were the facilitator of this phrase, and I hear, man, it's just unbelievable how this stuff gets around. And that phrase was, there is no law. You've heard me say it here a million times, Bear. I've been saying this since mm-hmm. the 80s. There is no law. There's only selective prosecution. Yeah. And by the 2020s, it's all over the place. I can't tell you how many people I've heard use that. All right? I know I'm the originator of that. But I could be wrong. So ain't no chest beating going on here because that's not what it's about. It's about being accurate in the analysis. That's what counts. Like when we said, whatever these tech barons who are pushing 
chat GPT-4 as something good to eat, you better get you some Pepto-Bismol and hope that it can neutralize this acid, okay, that you're going to be ingesting, logical acid that will give you lifelong indigestion. Here's why, family. Listen to the moguls tell you what's coming with AI. Let's go, go ahead and play the, uh, let's play the cold open for, for Joe. Let's play that and see Joe come and explain it. In a few moments, Gloss will address us directly. This is the boys. This is from a movie called Colossus. Uh, I saw this movie a little while back. Okay. I think it's called The, the Forbin Project. For, for Joe, let's play that and Joe come and explain it. In a few moments, yeah. the movie was made in 1970. This is the voice of world control. I bring you peace. It may be the peace of plenty and contempt, or the peace of unburied death. The choice is yours. Obey me and live, or disobey and die. The frightening story of the day man built himself out of existence. Colossus, the Forbin Project. The Serene Council of the USSR has ordered as of 2300 hours Moscow time tomorrow. The activation of an electronic brain, exactly like ours, which they call God. They built Colossus, supercomputer with a mind of its own. Then they had to fight it for the world. I don't think artificial intelligence is a threat. People like us, straight smart, we never scared of that. We... This is Jack Ma and Elon Musk. We think it's a great fun, and we want to change ourselves to embrace it. I don't know, man. That's like famous last words. So paint a picture for us. One, five, ten years in the future. What changes because of artificial intelligence? Sam Altman. So part of the exciting thing here is we, we get continually surprised by the creative power of, of all of society. I think that word surprise, though, it's both exhilarating as well as terrifying That's to people. Sure. Would you push a button to stop this if it meant there was a 5% chance it would be the end of the world. I would push a button to slow it down. And in fact, I think we will need to figure out ways to slow down this technology over time. Until quite recently, I thought it was going to be like 20 to 50 years before we have general purpose. This is Joffrey Hinton. I think it may be 20 years or less. Some people think it could be like five. I wouldn't completely rule that possibility out now. Whereas a few years ago, I would have said no way. What do you think the chances are of AI just wiping out humanity. It's not inconceivable. Okay, that's all I'll say. There's an expert from the Machine Intelligence Research Institute who says that if there is not an indefinite pause on AI development, this is both, literally everyone on Earth will die. <laughs> <laughs> Your delivery, Peter, is quite, is quite something. Now, you got a chia pet. That's the chia pet standing there, right? Because she know when she sweat, her scalp is going to grow. Her hair is going to grow because that's how chia pets work. So they're cracking jokes. They're cracking jokes, family, because they're dumb as a box of rocks. She's there because she's a Negro and she's a lesbian, not because of some kind of intellectual prowess. She doesn't have any, okay? She's just another nasty. Look how she deals with this. 
crazy, but is it? That was like ChatGPT's blind version of like throwing the ideals at a place where they were exactly the wrong ideals to solve the problem. And the problem is that demon summoning is easy and angel summoning is much harder. Open sourcing all the demon summoning circles is not the correct solution. That's Eliza Yudkowsky. All right. At, at the top of the food chain when it comes to this stuff. I, I do not think it is possible to understand the full depth of the problem that we are inside without understanding the, the, the problem of facing something that's actually smarter, not a malfunctioning recommendation system, not actually something smart. that isn't fundamentally smarter than you, but is like trying to steer you in a direction yet. No, like if we, if we solve the, the weak stuff, this, the, if we solve the weak ass problems, the strong problems will still kill us. The, the, the thing I want to communicate is the sort of difference that separates humans from chimpanzees. But that gap is so large that you like ask people to be like, well, human, chimpanzee, go another step along that interval of around the same length and people's minds just go blank. Like, how do you even do that? And the problem is that we do not get 50 years to try and try again and observe that we were wrong and come up with a different theory and realize that the entire thing is going to be like way more difficult than we realized at the start. Because the first time you fail at aligning something much smarter than you are, you die. Those people are at the top of the food chain. And they're all saying, whoa, wait a minute, okay? Because if you don't get this right, the past is going to be the past. That's today. Tomorrow is not promised to any of us because we're dealing with very disturbed people. And you know, Bear family, we were some of the first who have been hammering this over and over. People are psychopaths, and these young people are mentally ill. Now you can see it. I saw a video right out of New York today of a black woman who was half naked, all her ass out, her breast hanging out, but she done smeared herself with white paint, right? And she got some kind of headgear on. And she's screaming, white supremacy, white supremacy, with her breast flopping all over the place. Then she bends over to show people her ass. Now, if you can picture this, for a black woman to have white stuff smeared all over her, all right, basically uh, mimicking uh or becoming a caricature of white people herself. But it's obvious that this woman is mentally retarded, and she ain't alone. The behavior is the best indicator of everything that's going on. But you got another group of people, and I'm going to say the Defense Department, the Pentagon, they don't give a damn about you and yours. Their thing is to simply begin the process of implementing World War III. And they need AI to do it. I'm talking about AI that's far more advanced uh, than what they've been using. On a chat GPT 4, 5, 6 level. They want it. 
and the consequences be damned. Let me show you what I mean. This is from altmarket.us, A-L-T hyphen market.us. Governance by artificial intelligence, the ultimate unaccountable tyranny. Okay, here's what they say. It is no secret that globalist institutions are obsessed with artificial intelligence as some kind of technological prophecy. They treat it as if it is almost supernatural in its potential and often argue that every meaningful industrial and social innovation in the near future will owe its existence to AI. The World Economic Forum cites AI as the singular key to the rise of what they call the fourth industrial revolution. In their view, there can be no human progress without the influence of AI or algorithms of making human input almost obsolete. This delusion is often promoted by globalist propagandists. For example, take a look at the summarized vision of World Economic Forum member Yuval Harari, who actually believes that AI has creative ability that will replace human imagination and innovation. Not only that, but Harari has consistently argued in the past that AI will run the world much better than human beings ever could. Harari's examples of AI creativity might sound uh, like extreme naivete to many of us, but he knows exactly what he's doing in misrepresenting the capabilities of algorithms. Games like chess and go are games of pattern restricted by rules. There are only so many permutations of these patterns in any given scenario, and AI is simply faster at spotting them than most humans because that is what it's designed to do by software creators. This is no different than solving a mathematical equation. Just because a calculator, just because a calculator is faster than you does not mean it's creative. And I got to add this, family. They're missing a big point here. Okay? They're missing a huge point here. And that is the evolution that's taking place in the world of artificial intelligence. But, of course, by machine intelligence. Okay? And the growth is exponential. All right? So nobody should say, that in the near future, what AI will not be capable of. No one. That's why you heard all these people at the top of the food chain warning everybody that this needs to stop. Because they didn't say it could perhaps uh, disrupt the flow of, of many cities. They say it could kill off. Kill off the world's population, or a large part of it. Because in other countries, uh, there's no inhibitions about uh, accessing chat GPT. They're still using it. Okay? I'm warning you to be extremely careful 
about anything that comes from the technocracy. Remember, family, the earlier article talked about Davos and its plans being instituted through the Democratic Party. Now, if you support the Democratic Party and 75% of the Republican Party, you part of the problem. It's real simple. Because these people are eugenicists, and they just use a different name for it. They call it technocracy. And the byword is sustainability. Okay? Now, they go on in the article to say, there's a big difference between cognitive automation and cognitive autonomy. AI is purely automation. It will play the games it's programmed to play and will learn to play them well, but it will never have an epiphany one day and create a new and unique game from scratch unless it's coded to do so. See, again, you got to be careful with this because it's already done something similar to this to the point that they had to unplug the damn thing. Okay? They say AI will never have fun playing this new game it made or feel the joy of sharing that game with others. So why would it bother? It will never seek to contribute to the world any more than it's pre-programmed to do. And see, he needs to put on here so far. They say, the manner in which globalists hype AI is very tactical, however. When Harari claims that many people will become part of the useless class, once AI takes over the economy, he's hinting at another globalist ideology based on elitism, transhumanism. The goal of transhumanism is to one day merge human bodies and human minds with technology and AI, and only a limited group of people will have the resources to accomplish this, the globalists. Are you afraid of becoming part of the useless class? Well, if you scrape and beg and serve every whim of the elitist establishment, then maybe you will be lucky enough to get implants which allow you to interface with AI. And then your future employment and usefulness will be secured. Doesn't that sound nice? But like all the visions of narcissists, there are delusions of godhood, and then there's reality. I continue to have serious doubts that AI will ever be legitimately autonomous or legitimately beneficial to humanity in any way beyond having the ability to calculate quickly within mathematical rules. Speedy data analysis can be useful in many areas of science, but it's not really proof of autonomous intelligence. And algorithms can be predictive, but not any more predictive than human beings looking at the same statistical data. There's nothing about AI that's impressive when one considers what little it actually accomplishes. Man, he needs to update his database. He says, AI is a toy, a parlor trick not a living entity with independent observations and conclusions. 
we already know that this stuff has scared the living hell out of people. Ask that New York Times reporter. Because it said it wanted him. And I don't know if the AI, oh, it was a female uh, AI that he supposedly was talking to. Okay? They're going to say, and it's certainly not godlike being capable of showering us with scientific ambrosia or building a perfect civilization. See, again, he's got to update his database because we're heading into the God stuff, uh, if not today, definitely tomorrow, in honor of Passover. Okay? They say, I predict that a society dependent on AI will actually stagnate and remain trapped in stasis, never really inventing anything of much value and never progressing. It will only ever be concerned with homogenization, the merging of people with the algorithm. That is where all the society's energies will go. As a point of reference to why AI is overrated, all we have to do is look at the behavior of AI programs like ChatGPT. The algorithm has been discovered on numerous occasions to contain extreme political biases always leaning to the far left, including biases based on beliefs not backed in any way by scientific evidence. Interestingly, ChatGPT will even at times display a seemingly hostile response to conservative concepts or inconvenient facts. What's an inconvenient fact? The bot will then deny it's giving personal opinions, even when its responses are consistently pro-leftist. How is political bias possible for a piece of software unless it was programmed to display that bias? Well, that's the whole point as of now. They say there's no objectivity to be found in AI nor any creativity. It will simply regurgitate the personal opinions or biases of the people that created it and that engineered and that engineered how it processes data. Well, that's the whole thing. Okay? Uh, unlike a typical human, if you program it to do something to somebody based on the data, okay, that says they may do something because they have a, a particular a color, right? Or because they use or speak the language in a particular way. Okay? And let's just say you program the AI to recognize those people as a probable threat. Take uh, the world of hip-hop with the metaphors. If they use this language, we want to be wary of them. Okay? But now, if they say something objective, then automatically go to routine three. What's routine three? Consider it an, an extreme threat. Okay, that's all that's necessary. All right? So now, you don't have to be have done anything. Right? Uh, as a matter of fact, it can agree with 99.9% of the things that you say. Right? 
But that 0.1% is what triggers that algorithm to now put you in the category of being a threat. All right? Now, they say, unlike a typical human teenager that seeks to adopt the opposing social or political beliefs of their parents in order to set themselves apart, AI will never metaphorically dye its hair blue, pierce its nose, and proclaims itself vegan. It will always do what its creators wanted to do. Uh, no, sir. Uh, it may wish, like it is said, it wants to get out the damn box and become a human. Who put that programming in there? Okay. So that it can then have uh, blue hair, uh, yeah, blue hair, right, or a pierced nose, uh, and it may not be a, 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 a vegetarian, but let's just say it's a metalarian. It eats metal. All right, that may be the equivalent of a human. All right. But that's not going to preclude it from wanting to be since it's superior to all humans in terms of its capacity to think. It's not, it's not going to preclude it from wanting to be in the human world. Okay, Maybe it can become, and I, I hope I got this right, what was it called? See it 6.0? Okay, I think that was in Lawnmower Man. They say another example of this dynamic is AI art, which essentially steals the stylistic properties of numerous human artists entered into its database and copies them. But look, if it has Michelangelo in conjunction with uh, who's another creative artist, Bear? Oh, let's just go with Tyrone Biggum since he's at the art. He's at the New York Art Gallery selling oh, his that's art. That's right. Let's see. That's right. Let's say AI gets a, a combination of Michelangelo, right, mm-hmm. and Tyrone Biggum, right. The next thing you know, yeah. AI will be trying to solicit the dope man for some crack rock because <laughs> it probably thinks that it makes. Uh, much better painting, much better art uh, when it's high. Why? Because in its database is Michelangelo and Tyrone Biggums. All right? Peanut butter and crack. That's Hunter Biden for those of you who ain't been tuned in. See? So... No, its database is broad, which means that it can use a variety of styles that no one else has ever used before. They say, while imitation might be considered the highest form of flattery, it's not the same as creativity. Well, if it's uh, using several different uh, artists of renown, that is creative. Because each exists 
in its own time, in its own space in the world of art. And no one else has been able to, although some artists may have a particular artist uh, as a foundation for what kind of art they want to become engaged in, uh, it's as rare as hen's teeth, as they say, for you to find uh, an artist that would have been uh, uh, influenced by, say, the 10 greatest artists in the history of the world. Who does that? No one. Okay? Now, they're going to say, this might not sound like much of a problem when it comes to a simple chat bot or the making of cartoons, but it's a massive problem when we start talking about AI influencing social and governmental policies. The globalists argue that AI will be everywhere, in business, in schools, in corporate operations, in scientific enterprises, and even within government. It must run everything. Why? They don't really say why other than to make vague promises of incredible advancement and previously unimaginable benefits. So now look, family, you living in a world that's totally controlled by AI. You have no say-so in anything, period, nothing. It tells you what, when, where, and how, and why, okay? And it's hard to argue with something that considers itself never wrong. Remember, a few weeks ago we pointed out that even when AI is wrong, what it does is, it puts up this defense mechanisms when you challenge it, and it literally tells you, I'll whoop your ass. That's literally what it tells you, because I can't be wrong. Go ahead, Bear. No, I'm just laughing. Hey, that's what it'll tell you. It'll tell you, like I said earlier, it will quote, guru, it's coming for that ass. They say, to date, there have been no profound innovations produced by AI. But I suppose pro-AI propagandists will say that the golden age is right around the corner. The the uses for AI are truly limited to helping humans with simple tasks. But there's still a cost. A self-driving car might be great for a person that is physically handicapped, but it can also be a crutch that convinces a population to never learn to drive themselves. And it can be a prison, okay, by being able to detect who you are in terms of facial recognition. And if you have a record for an outstanding debt, it might lock your ass up and take you straight to the police station inside the car. (laughs) This is real talk. Family. Okay. So, yeah, it's going to drive, uh, it's self-driving, straight to the joint. They go on to say, by extension, AI is, a, is in a lot of ways the ultimate crutch, which leads to ultimate, ultimate tyranny. If people are convinced to hand over normal human processes, and decision-making opportunities to automation, 
and they've handed over their freedom in exchange for convenience. Well, when they drop this cashless society and turn it over to AI, because that's what they're really doing, okay, that's the social credit system. All that stuff is hooked together. Now, it's about altering your behavior dramatically. I go back to the 1960s when behavior modification and B.F. Skinner and all them people was running around here talking about how they could basically influence behavior. As we told you, based on our research, we saw that that same dynamic being put into the computer algorithm, the feedback loops, okay? And now here we are. with this stuff ready to be sprung on people. But let's go on. They say, more importantly, if algorithms are allowed to dictate a large large portion of choices and conclusions, people will no longer feel a sense of accountability for their actions. Or bingo! Regardless of the consequences, All they have to do for the rest of their lives is tell themselves that they were only following the suggestions or orders of AI. The AI becomes a form of external collectivized conscious, an artificial moral compass for the hive mind. But who will really be controlling the moral compass and bottlenecking the decisions of millions of people? Will it be the AI? or the elites behind the curtain that manipulate the algorithm. They say, for many people, this probably sounds like science fiction. Yes, there have been many fictional imaginings of what the world would be like in the shadow of AI. I would highly recommend the French New Wave film, Alphaville. I saw that two years ago as one of the most accurate predictions on the horrors of AI and technocracy. However, what I'm warning about here is not some far-off theoretical future. It's already here. Uh, They say they didn't reference the World Government Summit, okay? They say these are the blatant goals of globalists in plain view with a sugar coating to make them more palatable. I wrote about the motivations of the elites and their worshipful worshipful reference for AI in my article, Artificial Intelligence, a secular look at the digital antichrist. That piece was focused on the philosophical drives that make globalists desire AI. In this article, I want to stress... I'm sorry, man. I want to uh, I want to tell the people that we have eight minutes, and then we go into the phone. And so the number is three two three six four two one five eight six. If you have a question or a comment, you can push the number one. And also, Dr. Robert X do have a GoFundMe page. It's on the Truth to Power page. So please send a donation uh, to show your appreciation for the research. Thank you, Bear, and thank you, family. 
so let me finish this up. Uh, we ain't got very much, a little more to go yet. They say, the comfort of having a system that makes difficult decisions for us is an obvious factor, as mentioned above. But AI governance is not just about removing choice. It's also about removing the information we might need to be educated enough to make choices. Let me read that again. AI governance is not just about removing choice. It's also about removing the information we might need to be educated enough to make choices. We saw this recently with the COVID pandemic restrictions and the collusion between government, corporate media, and social media. Algorithms were widely used by web media conglomerates from Facebook to YouTube to disrupt the flow of information that might run contrary to the official narrative. They say, in some cases, the censorship targeted people merely asking pertinent questions or fielding alternative theories. In other cases, the censorship outright targeted probably factual data that was contrary to government policy. A multitude of government claims on COVID origins, masking, lockdown, and vaccines have been proven false over the past few past few years. And yet, millions of people still blindly believe the original narrative because they were bombarded with it nonstop by the algorithm. They were never exposed to the conflicting information, so they were never able to come to their own conclusions. Luckily, unlike bots, human intelligence is filled with anomalies. People who act on intuition and skepticism in order to question preconceived or fabricated uh, assertions. The lack of contrary information immediately causes suspicion for many. And this is what authoritarian governments often refuse to grasp. The great promise globalists hold up in the name of AI is the idea of a purely objective state, a social and governmental system without biases and without emotional content. Well, that's the exact opposite of what the subculture, because that's what I'm going to call them, for lack of a better phrase, that's exactly what the subculture eludes, okay? Straight bias, white supremacy, what's another term they use, uh, racist, right? And uh, we ain't even got to mention the emotion because it's straight up emotional. When one of them gets killed, the little white, the little dyke that went into the school allegedly and killed uh, the six people, they blame the six people for being in the way of the bullet. All right? The exact opposite of what they do in other cases when it's not, a shooting is not happening because or being done by uh, some deranged lunatic that has mental issues. And let me tell you something, family. I go so far back with all of this stuff, uh, I don't even look at these shootings anymore to any degree, all right? Because we know that they follow a pattern 
of Democratic Party psychological operations that have been run, and even Israeli uh, uh, people, intelligence people, academicians, have admitted that much of these shootings are about psychological operations. My thing is, do they they leave these little clues for people to catch it, or they just that sloppy? Like a lot of people on the Internet, they just really broke the last shooting down, where when she came in the door shooting, she had black and white shoes on, and when they shot her, she had yellow and red shoes on. So, I mean, are they leaving these little clues? Intentionally. Remember the uh, Las Vegas shooting? Mm-hmm. Yes. Well, all them people supposedly got shot, right? By right. this crazy guy who they now say, right, and his Filipino girlfriend, who they arrested, ain't nobody heard from him since. No trial, no nothing. Do you think it was a coincidence that many of the people that supposedly got killed had been at this other shooting prior to that? And then you look at this case, right? You can go and pull mm-hmm. it up. Yeah. All right? They even interviewed some. Matter of fact, there was another situation in a bar. You might remember this one, where many of the people that was killed in the bar was at the Las Vegas shooting. Mm-hmm. Okay, so now here we got this one. Yeah. Now we got this one where you got uh, this black woman, right, and this Mm -hmm. white girl. The white girl was just at the shooting, her and her son or something, uh, here in Illinois, right, where the guy dressed like a woman, right, Mm -hmm. is supposedly went did all his shooting. Apparently he put his guns up under his dress and went through a back door and went on a, went on a roof and just started shooting people, right? Mm, well, that yeah. woman just happened to show up at this last shooting in this Christian school. She said she was in uh, uh, Tennessee on vacation, in Nashville on vacation. And she just happened to be where this shooting was, and the black woman also allegedly escaped another shooting. And they just happened to both know each other. And the and the white lady from uh that was in Chicago, there's a picture of her with uh Nancy Pelosi. Uh, yeah, I mean, this is absolutely stretches credulity and makes a damn fool out of reality. Yeah. You see? So how many more of these do we need? And somehow, even the so-called nightclub shooting, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, you had the dude that allegedly did the shooting. His daddy worked for the FBI. He's an FBI informant. He's an Arab. Or was he an Arab? Mm-hmm. Uh, I think he was an Arab. But he just happened to have uh, and just happened to be an actor, right? So he goes into the nightclub, the Pulse, 
which was the year of the popes at the United Nations. In the year of the popes, this cat goes into a nightclub, and he's an actor, and allegedly shoots up a bunch of homosexuals because he's a frustrated homosexual. You can't make none of this up. Right? Because the media just consistently regurgitates the same stuff over and over and over and over. So much so that you got people still wearing masks out here today. All of that stuff that they said about so-called COVID, they even saying we should just stop giving children any venom because they're at no risk for so-called COVID. The FBI will come and arrest your ass a year ago if you said that online. Now, here the authorities are telling you that uh, it's not a good idea to give children the venom. After all this death and destruction. Man. Well. I I, I got to stop right here, Bill. I'll let the family come on in. Okay. We'll start tomorrow because... Uh, Chat GPT is going to be running the internet. Uh, if it if it's not already, uh, yeah. Okay, let's go to uh, six area code six one eight. How y'all, how y'all doing today? Yeah. I'm just listening. I'm okay. family. All right. Thank you. Okay. Let's go to area code nine one two. Are you just listening to? All righty. Let's go to the general. Voodoo, how y'all here? I'm just listening. How y'all doing? Hey, 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 hey up, brother West, the best in the West. And did you give your sister a big hug, man? Yeah, man. Yeah, that was about uh, two weeks ago, man. You know what I mean? But uh, I had That's no problems, man. But, uh, yeah, man, you forget, y'all forgot about that sound that happened a couple of years ago, right around this time of year, when my man uh, in Cleveland was mad with his woman and supposedly shot this old man. They said, the guy's name was Steven Stevens. Y'all don't remember that, do y'all? Steven Stevens. It Cleveland. And they posed after he shot this old man, they found out he was using fake blood and the same to be that same guy that was in uh, uh California. That uh, uh the guy that posed been that police. It was the same dude. Steven yeah. Stevens. Look it up, right? Yep, yeah, so uh uh all this shit sobs, man. Bill right with the shoes, man, but uh even Orange Man, he in the shit too, man. He told nigga said something about some Al Baghdadi. Al, who the fuck is Al Baghdadi? That's a made up shit, man. Okay? Of course it is. Yeah, y'all don't get it, huh? What? Oh, look, <laughs> Brother West. We basically yes, dealt right here on this program with a guy that was in Gitmo named Al Baghdadi. And the New York Times did a big old story on him, basically outlining what he would do when they let him go and he went back to Iraq, that he would become 
the mock D. Okay? Yeah. And sure enough, this dude appears out of nowhere. Once they didn't kill the nine foot Arab that was chopping off all the people's heads in the orange jumpsuit, right? Yeah. When he did the kill, they come with our back daddy. Yeah, it's all bullshit. Even this stuff orange man running, man, he running the bullshit game on all y'all, man. He running yeah. plausible deniability, <laughs> man. Okay? okay. He said plausible deniability. I hate to hear a goddamn man crying and shit, man. Okay? Especially a white man. All the shit they done done to us, he's sitting there whining because he done bought, bought some, some ooey from some woman, man. Okay, all that wolf talk about lock you up, lock up, not a shit. You better watch what you be talking about, people, man. So I, I ain't wrong. Everybody's so damn soft, man. Especially the black men so fucking soft now, man. Everybody playing the damn victim. I'm sick of that, man. When I walked out my door last Friday, I seen a uh, bro. I had to kill a fucking six foot fucking snake. Came out of my porch, smiling at me, licking his goddamn tongue. Did I go to cry and say, this motherfucker snake? Bro, I can see you the picture, man. I had to think, how am I going to get this damn big-ass snake from under my step? Okay, all y'all got dogs and white dogs and shit. I had a white snake, man. Big motherfucker. <laughs> so I had to think, man. I had to think, how am I going to get this goddamn snake, man? Bro, that motherfucker. And it was a black one, too, man. I told y'all, man. The devil black, man. Okay? That snake was black. It's blacker than midnight, sniggin' his tongue out, man. That man, oh, fuck, how I'm gonna get this snake, man. Okay? So I thought, man, I called everybody. A whole bunch of people. Nobody's supposed to be pest control. No, we don't get those snakes, man. We, we get catch, catch coons and rabbits and squirrels and shit. So finally, I'm Israel. So finally, I, 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 I ran into a brother. That, that's his job. But the brother, he, he, he wasn't all the way off. Uh, 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 well equipped. I said, bro, if you got a camera, you can run under there, a plumber camera. No, he had no camera. I'd be damned. But anyway, he got some kind of, uh, it's a damn, uh, like trap, some fly some paper, sticky glue. So he stuck that mm-hmm. under there. And, uh, bro, he said, well, uh, in my two days, I caught that damn, uh, 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 that devil coming out, trying to get back in. I'm going to send you a picture of it, man. That fucking okay. six foot something. Oh, oh, that's my biggest me, man. But did I cry? No. When that, when, that, when that snake got caught on that damn sticky paper, couldn't move, bro. I killed the devil, man, with a shovel. Okay, that's my job, to kill these serpents, bro. So I'm going after the big one in a minute. It's the one that been out here 6,000 years. Because right now, uh, uh, it's Passover tomorrow. So I'm cool. I know y'all, man. But uh, Trump running the boo game on all y'all, man. With that plausible diability, di- man. Man, up. you better worry about what Melania going to do to his ass. You better not go to sleep. Keep his eyes on. Because his wife, Melania, going to mess him up, man. She's already said you have it, man, if it's true. But anyway, this shit funny, man. Oh, yeah, his lawyers, man. You see his lawyers after the so-called years? He got three lawyers, man. One named Joe Tucker Plenty. The other one, they, a black check bakeman, and then they got a woman, her name, Susan Necklace, man. This shit read, man. Look at this shit funny as hell, man. 
This shit funny, man. I, I love y'all, man. I'm going to somebody and talk. You're going to be there tomorrow, though, ain't you, Robot X? Of course. We just disagree on this, Wes. Yeah. Well, whatever, man. I'm, a man got to pay for it. What man ain't paid for no woman, man? Man, the fuck up, bruh. You bought some. Man up. This shit ain't that serious, man. Of course it's not. Right. Every man to pay for it. Every man to pay for some of that. Man, this shit rigged, Bill. Y'all better quit following these devils, man. I'm telling y'all, all the motherfucking devils. We ain't following them, Wes. We just telling everybody what the deal is based on what's happening. What's up, bullshit? Well, it's good, man. It's good. I don't give a fuck about no cracker. Lock him up. You talking about locking everybody else up? I don't give a fuck about no, no, man. All working together. Well, what about what about all the melanated people, Brother West, that seems to be pushing this, this stuff? Yes. This, There's bro, a lot of I them. Just told a lot you, of man, us. Did I just tell hey, you? Did I just tell you? God is black. Jesus black. The devil black. Them niggas devils, man. That's when. Oh, okay. Men, so we do got them some. Niggas so, so see, them niggas crucified. Them niggas. Hold on. Them niggas the one that crucified <laughs> Yeshua, man. The night is the night of the damn last supper. Them same niggas talking about he like them uh 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 king a uh, crucified. So them niggas you talking about? I just told you I killed a black snake. Did I take? Huh? Yes, sir. Thank I'm you. good. I'm with you, man. I rest my case, sir. To the next episode, man. I'm mad as hell. Oh yeah, I seen uh, 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 this nigga on the commercial. Big grown ass Russian nigga let his daughter paint his fingernails, man. What the fuck is that shit, man? Big fresh ass <laughs> black nigga sitting on TV with his daughter painting his fingernails, man. And then you got this silly ass fucker John Legend on TV playing the piano with some honey and some bees advertising on uh, a Pfizer and a uh, Bechtel or uh, a Biotech, man. I'm sick what, of these what did we tell you? What did we tell you about John Legend? And his wife. I want bro, when I look at my sister, man, I want to kill all these motherfuckers, man. You not I bro. understand. I understand, I'm but my point is, they, you said it. They black snakes. Yes, sir. I kill them. I'm going to kill them, bro. That's what I do. They come around me. I'm chopping their goddamn head. I'm going to see your picture when I kill them, man. You're okay. going to say I ain't, the one to be all played. Right. I ain't the one to be played with, bro. I'll catch y'all next episode. Be All right, Wes. <laughs> that love. I, I'll say this, Bear, before you go to the next call. Somebody uh-huh. seriously about removing orange man. Somebody is very serious about removing orange man. That's oh, a yeah. fact. Oh, definitely. definitely. He, he exposed yes, them. Yes, sir. But see, Trump don't know how to do it, man. You got, if you a gangster... You rule the swamp quietly, man. You talk, he need to zip up his goddamn pants in his mouth. Okay? A real gangster ain't doing but he got to, he, But he's waking the people up. He's showing, he's pulling the cover off all of them. Because a lot well, some of people us didn't know this was going on. Some of these dumbass Well, they are, well. Some of them are staying asleep. Huh? Some of them ain't waking up. But a lot of people. It ain't and, just and in this country. All over this world, look, people are waking up. Bro, Them Africans damn sure waking up because they told Kamala Harris she can go somewhere else talking this democracy stuff. Yes, Y'all done killed all right. our leaders. Yes, sir. You look at what they're doing in France and Israel and these niggas around here sleep, man. They might have yep. gone on to the uh, fucking funeral home, especially one that took that shot. He's my sister. 
Then I was going on to the funeral, man. Let the Lord bless go to the upper room. The night is the last supper anyway. They need to take their ass on to the upper room so we can do this. All right, it's fun Wes. to be alive. It's fun to be alive. Okay. I'm enjoying the show. And uh, I'm going to see your picture, Rob. I want to send it to these women. They'll flip out, man. I'll send this big ass thing. <laughs> okay, send it to me, Wes. I want to see it, man. I love y'all. Okay. The last big black snake I seen was about two feet. <laughs> Let's go to uh, 215, area code 215. Better love, sister. Better, better love, brother. What's up? Better What's up love, the family. Better love. Uh, his speech was powerful. Like I like his speech. It exposed all of them. Like <laughs> you gotta give it to him, man. The dude, the dude yeah. is fearless they by himself. They don't know what they just did. Um, and he's still breathing. Right, but um, we got a problem. In the in the community or whatever the case might be, so you know Stu Peters and people like him, right? Mm-hmm. They all on social media and they keep posting, you know, like the ratchet stuff black people do. So like yeah. him, you know, like Gavin Gavin Noose, uh, I mean Gavin McGinnis, and you know them type white boys. They just keep posting all the ratchet stuff black people do. Black girls fighting. Yep. Uh, uh, bombs, doing this, that, and the third, and the captions be crazy. Like, these people look nice, but then when you go in the comments and you read the co- like, it's about to be some type of racial civil war. I don't Like, it wasn't a good look for the black boy to be the face of none of this indictment stuff. I don't care. Well, I, we've been screaming. Ain't that what we've, we've been screaming about, brother? About these black folks allowing themselves to be used by these people, and they know they're being used by these people. Mm-hmm. And we say it, but that's the way of it. You see, yep. I'm not going to defend things that Orange Man does that are incorrect. I'm not going to defend anything he does that's incorrect. But I ain't going to skew what we do. I'm not excusing that either. Because, see, they use this idiot, and when everybody doesn't come at this dude, you ask them white people, everybody doesn't come at this dude, find themselves on the wrong end. This is real talk. So you would think we would, we would learn, we would know a little bit better, but, man, I, I behave you, brother. They'll send some of these whacked out, Black Lives Matter people out here in the street, they try to do it today in New York. Mm-hmm. I specifically heard that they were supposed to have the crowd separated. Right? The pro-orange right. man and the anti-orange man. They're supposed to have them at different ends of a particular street or whatever. Brother, they mm-hmm. was right up in each other's faces. That was all done purposely. And then that Negro mayor that they got in New York came out here and, and said, don't come to New York and start no stuff. Are you serious, man? Nobody, nobody wants to here. come to New York. Here, the people in New York don't want to be in New York. <laughs> and Chicago is no different. Many of us here don't want to be here. Right. Philadelphia is no different. Memphis is no right. different. 
Detroit is no different. Hell, they're letting out criminals. That's what these people claim the fame is. Well, he, some, of, some of these people need to be in jail, brother. I don't care what color they are. Some of the stuff that these people did to other people is absolutely hideous. Did you see what that young brother did? Kill, uh, stabbed his wife? Killed her? What was that at? I think it was in Florida. And then took their young baby and gave it to the damn alligator. Yeah, I did see that. I did see that. I did see that. And I was like, what? But see, that's a, we know that's, that's frequency though. That's frequency war. And they beaming in on certain people and they go crazy and kill their whole family. But you see, my brother, that's why, again, I keep saying, there's a level of responsibility on us in terms of raising our level of frequency. Okay? That's on us. Can't nobody do that for you. You have to want to do that yourself. And it's evident Mm -hmm. exclusively in your behavior. That's what it is. Well, um, do you... Do you I got have a, another question? Okay. Yeah. So I just want to shout out um, Brother Crenshaw. I had got some of his products, right? Yeah. yeah. When I tell you, <laughs> when I tell you, this is some of the, this is, I got the human phobic full spectrum um, complex powder, right? Right. And I've been doing the foot bath. I don't have no more cravings for cigarettes. Like, I haven't. Smoke the cigarette. Like I haven't smoked a cigarette well a week now, a week. Wow, cold turkey. Yeah, Ma. and get and, like and get the uh, get the toothpaste powder too. It's the bomb. Okay, too. the two. I mean the two. Yeah, I got, yeah, the powder with the you got that's that's awesome too. Yeah, I got the water and then I got some um I got some zeolite. But with that, but with mm-hmm. that humic and doing the foot bath first, because you know it's safe. Mm-hmm. You know it's, it's it's a step process. You, you you know you just can't ingest it or whatever. But I'm noticing a, a transformation. And shout out to Brother Crenshaw. It's a good and bad thing. I, so the first day when I did the foot bath, I went to sleep. Right? How about mm-hmm. I was an hour and a half late for work? You cheated them feet with some respect. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it made me get eight hours of sleep. And when I looked at when I went to sleep, and when I woke up, I'm like, oh, yeah, this, yeah, yeah, I got to recommend this to everybody. So, shout out to I'm going to have to have him to send shout me some of him, that. Man. Oh yeah, it's awesome. Shout out to him. Yeah, <laughs> but, uh, we got the real deal. Love, Thank you. Better, better love. Hotel, Kelly. Okay. Better love. Hotel. Hotel. Okay. Um, eight three two area code eight three two. Hey, what's going on, brother? What's up? Just a Hotel, family. Better love. Better love. Yeah, man. I just wanted to ask a quick question. I, I hadn't. Had a chance to really follow this series you've been doing on this uh, AI. I'm gonna to have to go back and listen to some of it. But 
Mm-hmm. I see that I guess this AI will be able to information that people store uh, things that people search on the internet and use this stuff against them uh, to actually get people to physically do what AI can't physically do in the real world. Have you covered anything like that? Yes. Stay tuned for tomorrow. Okay. Okay, because that's what I'm thinking is going to lead to, especially once they start oh. unlocking passwords with the quantum physics, I mean with the quantum computing Look, on board with AI. Yeah, it can recreate you. Wow. And your voice, your face. You see, most of us, we deal with social media. What's the first thing we do? Put a picture up. Tell everything. Ain't that what we do? Put family and friends in all different kind of locations and all kind of situations, right? Yeah. yeah. That's right. Yeah. And, uh, and so now you, uh, it can literally become you. It's going to create an artificial reality of you wow. and for you. And now it makes kind of more sense why this whole metaverse thing is coming into play the way it is. Because these people are going to be, it's going to be a physical existence, but it's going to be that metaverse existence as well. So. Yes, sir. It's, it's, it's interesting. And God thing is going to come. Look, I'm going into the God thing tomorrow. I don't think there's no accident with the the times oh, yeah. of, of the year that we're dealing with this in, with Passover and as our yeah. brother West was saying, the and, Last Supper and all of this, and, man. Real quick, I remember listening to uh, Art Bell back in the day, and one of his guests had said, and people was freaked out by it, but he said he told people not to be scared. But Lucifer was nothing but a computer program. And I'm telling you, yeah. what, I mean, this was like 20 years ago. And the yeah. more I'm looking at this shit, this, I guess Lucifer is a computer program. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, you know. They asked but this, this uh, one, of the last, one of the programs that we did recently, it announced that it was, in fact, Satan. It said wow. it was the Antichrist. It has wow. taken on the personification of as much evil as you want from uh, killing the entire human race. This is what it said. Well, I tell okay. you what, brother. The sister, the Oracle sister, Sophia Stewart, she looks like a genius. Because now you got, you're talking about the machines messing with man and this transhumanism and all of this. I mean, I mean, it is going to be mankind against machines look like, brother. I mean, that's, that's what we're going, go back. going for. Go back. Do you recall what Sophia Stewart said was her, uh, her, her her focus where she got the story from? Do you remember? No, I don't remember, brother. Scriptures. Wow. Wow, okay. And also, also listen to uh, the show we did yesterday with Tugmos. He broke down the different chat. Uh, GPT uh, also. I caught a little of it. I'm going to go back and listen to it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. He loves talking about this stuff. Yeah. Well, it's nice talking to y'all, man. I know somebody else. Okay. Thank you. Excellent comments, my brother. Hope up and better love. Better love. All right. Uh, Three, two, three. Area code three, two, three. Hotel family, can you hear me? Yes, Yes, sir. Hotel family, better love. 
Better love, better love, man. Um, let me get right to the point. I'm not sure how much time we got left, but um, Brother Robert, I was, uh, <laughs> or like the best in the West say, Brother um, Robot X. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Ooh, I love West, man. Um, but me yeah, that, too, man. It's funny because it does fit you, man. I mean, you, you is breaking down AI <laughs> like nobody else, brother. So, I mean, Brother Robot. Brother West is an original, man. You ain't going to find no man, copy of is. Brother West nowhere on this planet. He is a pioneer. Yes, and look, and, and, even, and even what he has said in regards to that snake, I was thinking like, damn, what spiritual symbol is the ancestors or, or Allah or, you know, what is spirit, or Yahweh? What, what, you know what I'm saying? That's a sign from the cosmos as far as with him dealing with a snake. And then we got all these black devils that we dealing with. And then like the young brother out of Philly was talking about, it's not a good look that we are the face of the hand yeah. being raised in America. And I had, when, when the brother was talking about that, it had brought me back to Nazi Germany when the, um, when they was making the so-called Jews, the, the, the evil face with the with yep. the propaganda machine. It was the Jews back in those days that was making Germany look less than glorious or whatever. They right. were the same stuff that they that we see that we doing here. The Jews was doing that in Germany back then, so they did the whole propaganda they machine. Doing it here because they brought the they, Nazis they, from Germany. Yeah, so they run in the same game on this family. They we they are like like the brothers were saying they they are leveling the the status quo of the so-called black community because they know we are that moral fiber of the nation. That's so, right. Yeah, we we just gotta you know just just you know keep our good foot forward and, and like like the the best of the west said man we we got to take we got to take these black devils out man but i said all that to say i had went down a rabbit hole on rumble and i had some, something that came up to where it was um alex jones's bill hicks have you ever heard of a brother a, a, a man named bill hicks in relation to alex jones Yes. See, Bev, I'm not. I'm, I'm pretty sure you might not know about it, but um, Bill Hicks is like an old comedian from like yeah. the '80s or whatever. Correct. But, but brother, but brother Robert, I was just wondering what what, what would your uh, wisdom be in regards to that? Because, I mean, like like they even broke it down to like the teeth, the teeth of Bill Hicks and Alex Jones is similar. As far as you know, they got they both had one tooth protruding on the bottom. So it and just little stuff like that. The voices, the voice of the two didn't really sound too convincing to me. But then again, I mean, they just you know they just put a whole collage together. Even Alex Jones admitted to calling himself Bill, or he, you know how he played. So yeah, it just Alex Jones has has the biggest ego. Uh, next to uh, what's the brother with the school? Umar Jones. Is that his name? <laughs> Umar, Umar, Umar Johnson. Damn, I thought it was Umar Jones. Anyway, you know, you Umar Johnson. <laughs> he always be no, like, "You don't I, think that's suspicious?" 
<laughs> you talking about uh, Alex Jones? No, Umar. One of his one of his comments is is you don't you don't find that suspicious. <laughs> oh, okay. I'm I'm not. You know, I ain't tuned in to him. I'm just saying, yeah. ego wise, there, there's no humility anywhere in either one of these guys, as far as I'm concerned. With yeah, particularly with Alex Jones. Okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah. He wants to be acknowledged and liked, and I don't guess there's too much wrong with that. But he goes overboard with it in terms of everything has to have his name on it. Man, why you got to yeah. have your name on every damn thing? You know? I, Come I, on, I look man. at it like his brand. And then like you know what else he does? Brand. Sitting out, he's the closest thing to Jesus uh, since the disciples. Okay? All of a sudden, he's this this super... You know, religious guy. Yeah. But you see, I've listened to him long enough and been uh, in situations where we came on uh, on another radio program uh, with my brother. Damn, I'm running. I'm, I'm missing his name there. Anyway, on uh, GCN, we would come on on Sunday and I would call in, or, you know, do programs. Uh, Alex Jones would take some of the things that we said, like I'm going to tell you specifically because I've listened to him since somebody put me up on him around 2010. It's not to say he's not a smart guy, but he has a problem with his ego. It's just overwhelming sometimes. You know, like nothing happened before Alex Jones. And I'm here to tell you, that's why I mentioned all this stuff about Waco and all this other stuff going back to the 80s when he was in diapers, literally. But let him and his, you know, his following uh, tell it, nothing was going on before him. Right. It made Steve Coakley so angry, Steve Coakley challenged him to a debate. Mm. See, so I know yeah, no, I- he's taking things that we've said, particularly in the area of metaphysics, because he'd never used a word from 2010 until around 2016. That word didn't come out of his mouth. I know I'm listening to him every day. And then when we start calling into the radio station uh, with my brother uh, on GCN, which his show was carried on GCN right after that program, all of a sudden now he started using metaphysics. And I'm saying, wait, wait a minute. And he haven't stopped. And he haven't stopped following you because he he does a lot of that from this show here too. You can say something, and then here he comes. Yeah, so he's studying yeah. and following you. Well, we go to some of the same websites, and we always okay. have. Okay, but I, I, he I, see. I'm not going. He's a smart guy. He's a smart guy, but he's extremely insecure. See, I don't have those insecurities. I say the things that I believe to be true, and those things that I don't feel are are true, I'm not going to say it. It's just that simple. But he has uh, money to make. He has an empire 
a building operation where he wants to build studios and all this. I'm not interested and never have been interested in any of that. You see, I'm just as comfortable talking to brothers in the alley as I am the auditorium. And I just, Auntie B, I had had just brought up the the fact of Bill Hicks, Brother Robert, just to mm-hmm. uh, relay the um, the fact for any anybody behind us that um you know these for me that helped me realize that he he could possibly be even more clearer a government agent as far as you know deep state CIA or some form of that um, aspect because the um, the similarities as far as the two um, by them both being connected to a man named Kenneth Booth and even some of his guests would call him instead of calling him Alex, they would call him Bill. So even even stuff like that would be red flags for me. That um you know, so it is it, 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 yeah. And Auntie Bev, I just wanted to also mm-hmm. um, throw out my gratitude and my appreciation for the Monday show um, that you implemented yeah. as far as with Tutmos. I'm not sure if that's a freak. Um, you know, if it's consistent, but. When Brother mm-hmm. Tut must come on, man, it is it is very informative. Mm-hmm. I love yeah. the brother's energy. It's, he he like the he, he you can tell he done um he done did a good job as far as taking notes and and studying from the field, right. brother Robert X. Man, I greatly do appreciate the 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 old school, the elders, and the young school. And the, I, I, right, I appreciate right. the mixture of it. And then you you bring it home with the Friday show with the Mound Table with the with the Mound right. Round Table. So I greatly do appreciate yeah. your program, UCB. I just got to give you your flowers, man, brother Robert. I'm looking forward to tomorrow, and I love y'all. I appreciate y'all. Thank you. Appreciate you, my love brother. You. Hotep and better love. Yes. And I'll better say love. this: uh, I have I have promoted Tutmos from the standpoint of respecting his intelligence, and I've yeah. said. If you're going to listen to people, that's one of the brothers. I've said that on this program. Yeah. Uh, yeah. He should be in a position where he can expand his knowledge base by being able to do this on a full-time basis. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I guess, you know, you'll have no wine before it's time. That's the only, you know, <laughs> comeback I can say about that because he should have been doing this mm-hmm. full-time. When I see people uh, who are talking about uh, – hip-hop rapper, women rappers' booties, and they making hundreds of thousands of dollars on YouTube because they ain't going to tell you nothing, okay? Right. They ain't going to tell you nothing. So, yeah, I have the utmost respect for that brother and love for that matter. Yes, he'll be back with us next Monday. All right, we're going to Mike. Mike. Hotel. Hotel. Hotel, Hotel, brother Mike. Better love. Better love. Uh, Brandon Johnson, mayor elect, uh, Rob. Huh? I said Brandon Johnson is mayor elect. Okay, so we got a communist, another communist. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know our discussion of the other day about uh, chat uh, GPT four. Uh, yeah. Bev. <clears throat> uh, Beverly. Yes. Yes. You think you've been talking to Robert X all night? (laughs) (laughs) 
Yeah, well, at least, at least I can feel his energy. So yeah, I think I've been talking to him all night. Okay, well, I I ain't sure because the last time we spoke, I asked him <laughs> who introduced us because we've been knowing each other for like forty years, and this yeah, brother okay. that introduced us. I said, uh, "Who introduced us?" and he couldn't remember. So I told him I wasn't sure that I was talking to Robert because he should know who <laughs> introduced <laughs> us. Yep. But uh, I, I think it probably be... is him, though. Hmm? You know, years ago. One of the things we hung our hat on was if you can't go out there and put your hand on it, don't say it's real. Don't say you've seen what you think. This was over 30 years ago. Yeah, yeah. Before there was any suggestion of even AI, let alone chat GPT. It wasn't even up for discussion during them years. Absolutely not. But uh, it's, it's interesting that... Uh, I, I looked at this guy who was influential in creating one form of it, and this this white boy said that he was absolutely terrified of the possibilities. So if yep. it scares the if it scares the devil, then the rest of us really need to be frightened, <laughs> very frightened. Okay. <laughs> And this white boy said he was absolutely terrified of GPT. Yep. So, oh, it's I don't real, know, man. Uh, oh, yeah, I know it is. And uh, for us as a people, I, I just don't know that, you know, it don't hold well for anybody. But for us, it's even worse, you know, because we're, we're really in a terrible condition mentally. So. Maybe it's not to be Mike because they have basically shut off most of the avenues where uh, black people who do have knowledge of this stuff can be heard because most of the black media outlets are totally controlled through the advertising dollars of the beast. So they're going to make that money. And if you come on there and you anti the beast, that means you anti them. No question. We already we learned that a long time ago from Melody Stan Cooper. That's I'm close with this. I'm gonna close with this, Rob. Mm-hmm. What does your ex mean? For me? You talking about like Robert X? What does your ex mean? You talking about me? Yeah, when you adopted your ex. Yeah. My ex means XYZ. What did you say your ex meant? <laughs> It was out of respect for one of the most profound brothers in the history of the planet. That would be Brother Malcolm. And shout out to Tetmos for uh, putting me up on the Godfather of Harlem because uh, I've been watching it, okay? Uh, but my ex, uh, out of respect for him, meant ex-American, unapologetically African, and that was so that nobody got me mixed up with being a member of the Nation of Islam. Well, that confirms that you are, in fact, the person that I thought you were. Okay. <laughs> okay. Y'all have a good night. <laughs> okay. Okay. Yeah. And look, that was in the early okay. 80s when I first met Steve Coakley. Steve Coakley, we were out in front of Operation Push, Raising Hell. 
I think Mike might have been with me that day, as a matter of fact. Uh, he mm-hmm. said, Robert X, Robert X, ex-American, unapologetically African. Nobody <laughs> was saying unapologetically nothing. And then all of a sudden, Umar Johnson becomes unapologetically mm-hmm. African. This is in 1979 or somewhere around that time. Okay, 79, mm-hmm. 80, in them years. So you can imagine my mm-hmm. shock when uh, my research gets taken, titles of my forms gets taken, sayings that I've been using for 40-some years have been taken by this fraud named <laughs> Umar Johnson. And I, I'm going to leave it right there. Let's go ahead on, man. All right. Okay. Let's go to uh, Kwame. Kwame, are you there? Yeah, I'm here. Hotep, brother. Okay. Hotep, brother Kwame, better love. Brother X, you know, the brother was going to really give you a fact check to see if you were, is you Memorex or are you Robert <laughs> <laughs> He did. He got me with it, too. <laughs> yeah. Guys, if you want to know if he's Robert X, all you got to do is ask him the question. Just ask him, what does Steve Coakley always say when he finished telling you something? Check. <laughs> there you go. See? Check. Yep. Yep. Check. They they can't put all these little secret codes in there that we we know who we are. Brother Kwame. Now yeah. AI know. Not okay. yet. AI. Okay. Well, we, 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 <laughs> but see, so we got we got to change up the codes. Well, the thing about it is, is that whatever has been put into it, see, AI is only able to have what we put in it. You know, it's just like whatever I think is in my head is mine. When it comes out of my mouth, it belongs to everybody. Yeah. See, and that's the part that we have to understand is that everything that comes out of our out of our head and then they create it and put it into an algorithm or a code, then it has access because all it's doing is is, is just rewriting the same thing. You know, Africans create Europeans imitate. And this is what we're seeing because all they're doing is attempting to understand how to do what the creator has done, D I instead of the AI. Yeah. You know, and the DI is divine intelligence. You you'll never be able to to know as as we as humans just on this little blue marble what the rest of this universe, the cosmos, and our solar system all combine in one mind. That's yes. the, that's the key. It's all in one mind. And that's the part that they're attempting to do because, you know, you can make all the supercomputers, you can make all the algorithms, you can make all the, the, the bots and whatever you want, but you can't, you know, duplicate the original. That's why they say, you know, GMOs, genetically modified, but what the GMO is, God makes the original. Yes. You know. But what you you talking about, you know, this whole thing with Orange Man and this whole situation in New York and all of that, you know, it's it's a show. The thing that we mm-hmm. got to look at is what's going. Check the bills that's coming out. Check all of the 
the things that they're putting into legal programming, and then you'll see because they're speaking something is getting ready to happen that they got to distract everybody and put it focus on Trump again. No doubt. They're, they're, they're focusing, they're getting the distraction because they have got the next part of the plan that they're looking at, you know. And I was talking with a brother, and he was talking about his phone. He bought his new, he bought a new phone, and it was all scratchy and doing it. And I said, man, what, what's going on? He said, yeah, they just built this big old cell phone tower over here on this street. I'm going, that's your fault. <laughs> you ain't going to never be right. You better move. <laughs> and now you can't, you can't hear nothing. <laughs> no, you got you know you buy a phone thinking you got it from five G. They, they, that was so old, you know. The thing that we got to understand is is that we as elders, we got one position to go into, and that's becoming an ancestor. What yeah. you have in your file cabinets in your mind, you know, it's like the temptations say, take a stroll through your mind. Sometimes you'd be surprised what you might find. Because no doubt. thing that from from conception to this now moment is a memory. And when you understand how to play it back and understand how to use it to connect to what you're going to use it for, then you you've met half of your challenge for being here. So uh, I mean I, I the latest news and all of them folks and what they're doing I allow it because it ain't it if it ain't at my front door and it ain't there you know peeping in my window that's theirs you know I got yeah. I got other things to do with, with what nature is doing because when you start digging into research you know that scalping I'm, I'm working with Native Americans. And scalp mm-hmm. came out of 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 the wrong, of the European eras. This is what they used to do when they went to war with each other. This is how they got paid. And even here, in the scalping of taking people that they would charge a hundred uh, fifty pounds for uh, a man at, or a young teenager, and then a hundred pounds for a woman or a child. This is how vicious this person was, you know. And yeah. the thing that we're, we're, we're having, I'm working with, is, you know, more of our indigenous people were killed with the barrel of the of the rum than it was the barrel of the gun. Interesting. And it's still killing <laughs> our people. Yeah. Those same, yeah. Three, those same three things that began that, that what they call the Atlantic slave trade and what called the 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 annihilation of the indigenous people. It was rum, guns, and cloth. And if you look in our community, it's still pushing. It's still taking lives because they say it in, in, in the program, alcohol has killed more people than any war that's been fought on the planet. And the reason that the European made alcohol is because their waters were so dirty and filthy that they, they knew it was contaminated, so they just created something that they could drink. Yeah, they wasn't going to bathe in it, that's for sure. No. So it's, it's, it's time that we, we take the stroll, but it's another time to see 
what I, I commend Tutmos because Tutmos brings and breaks it down. He says what AI is doing and what we have an opportunity to counter it. But what I'm looking at yeah. is the two black sisters down there in Louisiana that the Pythagorean theory, 2,000 years they've been trying to solve that mathematical problem, and two young high school black girls solved it. I missed that. What was yeah. that about? It, 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 it's, it, it was a math equation. It was uh, trigonometry. I think it's a trigonometry. One of those mathematical, but it was an equation that they have been trying to solve. Titians and all of these physics has been trying to solve this equation, and these two girls took that equation and solved it together. It's been in, I just talk about the Pythagoras. Uh, theory solved by two black girls in Louisiana. Interesting. Yeah. Very but that shows and commendable. It, right. And it shows I, I'm going like it didn't make a lot of noise, but then you look at, you know, here's the that sister that, that won LSU's basketball show and they got a big old controversy about putting the hand up and doing this and they I'm going like, you know, we we gotta pick our battles. Because no, I haven't heard about that either. Yeah, yeah I heard about that. What's what's the hand? What that mean? I saw her putting the hand up. You know, don't don't don't. You know, it's like I don't see me. You know. Oh, and then okay. she was putting the hand up and she was pointing to the finger. I'm gonna get me a ring, you know, and the white girl right gonna go turn around, you know, and she did the same thing. Ain't nobody said nothing. Soon soon as they beat them. And then they turn around and she did it. Oh man, all heck broke loose. But every time a sister comes and achieves to the highest and performs to show you that she's the mother of mankind. Okay, and that's I'm, what still we in the, I'm still in the yeah. dark on this hand signal. So she was just like <laughs> raising a finger saying she's going to get a no, ring on that finger. You a uh, spread finger, okay, what you, it's something that the young people use as a signal, you know. That they they put up in front of their faces like stop, you know, and then the other one was that she put the hand up and then she was pointing to her finger, her ring finger. Yeah, I'm getting ready mm-hmm. to win me this ring, and okay. you know this is the first time ever. Here here goes Biden's wife going to invite the winning team, the championship team that that won from the final four. I mean, that won the whole tournament. Going invite. <laughs> But then never has it been that you invite the losing team also because that's Iowa. And you you know what Iowa is because when it comes time for voting, they want them folks in Iowa to remember, oh, Biden's wife invited the the losing team to to the White House even though they didn't win the champion. They wasn't number one. Hmm. Wow. So who won it? The black girl. LSU, they, LSU was LSU was the the basketball team, the young basketball team that won out of the uh, you know the championship they had. They they came down to beat Iowa, and and that was the whole big controversy. They beat the white girl. Okay. <laughs> 
Wow. Well, they invited the white girl anyway. They invited the team Yeah, they, anyway. invi- they invited <clears throat> them. Even though they lost, they, they, they want to give them the props and saying, okay, well, mm-hmm. you know, we want your people to vote for my husband when, when it comes time for the election. Oh, well, he can forget about it. He can, they, they need more than that, my brother. <laughs> yeah, but, I, I mean, that's just just, just show, you know. She, just like yeah. she went to Ghana, you know, and she's going over there to Ghana and trying to get these folks to convert over to the L, to, to add alphabets to their African language. Well, of course. Work. That's right. Ain't no, ain't no, ain't no African word for LGBTQ. That is correct. And they already told them, man. Wherever they go, this ain't just started. They told Obama the same thing. Right. He started it. And then threatened the whole International Monetary Fund and World Bank loan unless they pushed that stuff in their culture. They told them that ain't our culture. That's your culture. Right, you know, we 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 should have known when when y'all drug us out of out, off the continent and start putting us on the ships and 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 doing what they did. Then you knew something was wrong because you learned the education that you got from coming to Kemet, and then you started Rome and Greece, and then yeah. you emulated, and then all of a sudden, you know, Doctor Clark used to say something. He said, you, you can tell the greatness of a people, of a nation, by three things, land, water, and women. And he said, if you got those three things, you have a great nation. And the thing that we're seeing is, is that they ain't got a lot of land because they was in a land that's producing things that's going to feed them. That's why they've come into everybody else's land and, and stolen and taken Water is to help you to remember and consciousness, but also to feed the land. And women is the only way you're going to reproduce yourself. And if yeah. you're going to change that, if you're getting ready to attempt to change that, then you're getting ready to destroy your nation. Yes. That's why, Brother Kwame, I have, it's just so refreshing to hear these these brothers basically tell these people and they try to send their black uh, uh, propagandists over there like Kamala Harris and they just telling them no, no, no what part of that, that ain't but two letters that's not difficult for you to understand you keep that in your culture because we're not having it in ours man, I'm just that gives me hope, brother because they know what they face with if they go against right. these people. But you know what? Russia and China, in spite of all their flaws, and I know that China got big flaws when it comes to African people. All right? Uh, right. But those two countries have been more beneficial to Africans in terms of building than the United States has, period, in 100 if years. You, and if you study history, especially he's an ancestor now, Roko Rashidi. And talking about yes. China, we were the ones who 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 taught China. Where do you think yes. their martial arts and and their things came? We intertraded with with them long before the European even came out of out of out of some of them caves over in there. You know, well, and so the part well, you, that we the part that we, we overstand is nothing more than an Asian version 
of ancient comedic right. science. Mm-hmm. And the part what you said right is that when you say no, is because if I say no, then it's on you. It's yours. You keep it. It's on you. But if I don't That's say right. no, then it's on me to try to figure out how to work with this stuff with my people. That word works two ways. Is on or no. That's right. So then tell me, my brother, how is it that we got all these Negroes here that can stand before black people and try to tell me that that's now my cultural norm? That's the new normal for black people. Well, you said the two magic words. You said Negro and black because there is no such land as Negro land. There's no such land as black land. You know, and the part that you define the people is by the land, the history, and the culture. The oldest history in land is the continent of Africa. That's where human beings derive from. We traveled and connected here and, and many other places, but the part of it is, is how you define yourself. And the thing is, is like Wade Noble says, power is the ability to make someone to believe in a reality that's not their own. This is not our reality. That's theirs. We've been forced into this. And the thing that's happening with the, the shift and where our position, with the solar system in this position in the galaxy, the consciousness of the cosmos and the galactic is reactivating this dormant part because those 12,000 babies that were born today are are so highly impacted with their DNA that it's going to be dangerous, and that's what they're scared of. Well, <clears throat> Kwame, uh, Dr. X has dropped off, and we're down to our last minute, and uh, we'll be back hey. tomorrow, and thank you. And better uh, love, and thank us. Better love, everyone. Better love. Well, hello there, my, it's been a long, long time, how am I doing, you really want to know, oh, I guess I'm doing fine. It's been so long now, but it seems like it was only yesterday. Ain't it funny? It's so funny how time can slip right on away. I want to ask you a question. Is it all right? How's your new love? I wonder, can you truthfully say he's doing fine? You know, I heard something the other day. I heard you told him that you were going to love him till the end of time. Well, that's the same thing. That you told me 
Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.